Sodom is the road to evil and utter damnation. Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch your face! Welcome to Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss, but I shine like gloss. I'm your grouchy Gargamel, Jessup. With me today is my sexy, pocket-sized, soon-to-be blonde Smurfette, Stephanie. Hello. Episode X of Sodom Ooh, and Gomorrah. Like Brood X. That's 10. <laughs> it sure For is. those who are confused by the Roman numerations. The yeah. <laughs> Remember Smurfberry Crunch, by the way? I don't remember that. Was it like Crunchberry Captain Crunch? Yeah, and Smurf, uh, Smurf Magic Berries is what it was called. Sounds like a Smurf date rape drug. <laughs> and I'm concerned for Smurf yeah, when it comes to that. I love Smurfberry Crunch cereal so much, I smurfed a machine to double production. Smurfberry Crunch is fun to eat. A Smurfy fruity breakfast treat. Made by stars so happily, it tastes like crunchy Smurfberries. Very shaky, crispy, chewy, very very Smurfy low. Oh no! What's smurfing on? Handy made us work faster. I hate faster. Ooh, what do we do with all this delicious Smurfberry Crunch? Eat it, of course. <laughs> Smurfberry Crunch, a very Smurfy part of this nutritious breakfast. Do you know, like, I know you played with Smurfs when you were little. Yeah, I did. Did you, like... I had an entire Smurf village, which but, we've discussed. But, like, that's, like, a really, like, dumb age toy like you don't really like know anything about stuff when you're like when you like smurfs you know it's like yeah. what is the origin of them and stuff oh did you right ever, did you know any of that stuff? i have no idea no do uh, you well th well no i didn't actually <laughs> Until? So, so i, so I was like <laughs> i don't know anything about the smurfs like or where they came from right. and like blah, blah 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 um where do they live smurfville no, oh, I know. I'm, no i'm talking about, about like um well because the thing i was confused about is why is papa smurf the only one that wears red and all the rest of the smurfs right. wear but white. Is, is smurfette the only female yeah well i mean like in the old ones i guess but like he's like a cult leader though right oh like papa smurf looks he? like a cult leader <laughs> he does. all the rest of them are just wearing white right so let's look at the facts they're the disciples he wears a red hat and yep. red pants while everybody else wears red white oh uh, yeah i'm sorry white yeah. rather yeah Red symbolizes power uh-huh strong-willed assertiveness okay outspoken aggression and exudes sexuality. Okay, was he aggressive? This is though? what I'm saying. This is what red symbolizes. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. This this leads me to Maybe my whole sexual though. It I leads me know. to my whole cult thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. White symbolizes be being a blank slate. Uh huh. Virginal purity. Right. Cleanliness and a new beginning. Okay. And then it compounds the fact. It supports my theory of it being a cult because he only allowed one female into the group, which I'm assuming is a mind control tactic used to brainwash his followers by using her. To reward the male oh, smurfs for no. things he had them do, right? Oh no! They also worship the long life stone. Did you know this? I about don't the smurfs? remember. No, I do not Holy remember shit. this. I was like, I guess it was in the cartoon, fucking, right? These, they, it's a cult. <laughs> it's a fucking cult. They worship a long life stone, which slows the aging process of smurfs. 
So if that's true, why is Papa Smurf the only gray one? Is right. he like the original? He's uh, like, he started the Smurf disease. I guess he must, so. He's got to be like 4,000 years old then. <laughs> right. Why are all the other Smurfs so, Smurfs so young? Right. So he like is like the original, like he came from, I don't know, was it like some kind of like meteorite crash right, and a regular an alien guy being? found it and he turned into like, he got the Smurf disease. Yeah. And then. Interesting. Are there little Smurfs? Like, are there baby Smurfs? No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe, uh, so when I'm talking about Smurfs now, yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about the new Smurfs. No, I'm talking about like the old Smurfs, the old I don't Smurfs. know anything yeah, about yeah. the new Smurfs, but I can't remember. Also, Smurf you know? is just a weird thing. I think it's, it's like, a a, I think it was like a Swedish. It's a weird word. Or a Swedish, Smurf. Norwegian yeah. idea that so. like we Americanized Seems for like sure. It. Seems like uh, it. Because like for a while there, when the little, so there were so many, they couldn't regulate back like when they made the little uh, plastic Smurfs, uh-huh. they couldn't regulate them like, uh, because they were so easy to knock off. Right. right. And so what happened was there was all these knockoff ones and the me- people who were buying them couldn't tell the difference. So there was oh. all these Smurfs out there with like made with lead. Oh. And so. Like lead paint. Yeah. So oh. kids were like getting lead poisoning from Smurfs. Awesome. There was actually a song written <laughs> that was called Lick, Lick a Smurf. <laughs> like somebody wrote a song about it. It was basically about like kids yeah. licking their Smurf Holy toys. Crap, I wonder if any of my, because I had a, I mean, I had a whole collection of Smurfs. I wonder if any of them had lead paint because that's terrible. Yeah. I don't, and then it comes back to them like living super long. Like does Papa Smurf kill off the Smurfs when they reach a certain age, oh. like in Logan's run? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? And like, but how long, like, I wish I knew, like, how old is Papa Smurf? How, how, like, what is, how do they age? You know, if that stone slows down their aging process, like, by, by what? Yeah. You know, like, I don't well, know. So, okay. I so mean, you, so, oh, then, wait, how does Gargamel fit into all this? Okay. So here's what I, here's okay, what okay, I learned when okay. I was okay. earlier. Smurf that was created by the evil wizard Gargamel. Mm-hmm. The Smurf's enemy, that the weird dude who has the cat with what, the big nose. Yeah, what's the, cat, the cat's name? Azriel. Uh, Azriel. Yeah. Um, and he created her in order to spy on them and to sow jealousy. Wait, this is for real. This is for real. Okay, this, yeah, is, for real. this, is, this okay. is for real. Um, however, oh, wait, she. This is like for okay. I'm sorry. This is like a children's thing, and yeah. so basically, all he created this female Smurf so that the guys would all be hornia mm-hmm. and want to fight each other. He was assuming that Smurfs weren't asexual. Like he was assuming <laughs> right. that Smurfs had dicks right, and wanted was. to put it in like a blue like. <laughs> Fucking tasty cake pie or something. Oh my god! The blueberry. What are those fucking tasty cake pies? What are they called? Is this pies? Is there a name um, for them? I think they're just tasty cake pies. Man, I have no I idea. I feel like they have a name. I mean, they probably do. <laughs> it seems like the dumb tasty cake pie. <laughs> Wait, meanwhile, nobody knows what a tasty cake is because they're not from the Philly oh, area. It doesn't matter. They know how to. They know how to Google things. Tasty cakes. So she decides she wants to be a real Smurf, and Papa Smurf cast a spell that changes her hair from black to blonde oh because i guess that's what she was evil now she's not now she's horny right (laughs) black to blonde now she's horny smurf all right so i mean i'm assuming that this all this happened in the cartoon episodes like is there an episode where she has black hair there is comics too apparently shit we all know a papa smurf's um porn search is though blue blonde felching. <laughs> he's, he's probably oh watching God. all the felching videos wait what's felching that's when you uh drink semen from a butthole with a straw that's oh, <laughs> so gross so you come in the butt and then you One get a straw time and I, watched, I, watched, I drink your milkshake i watched a video when they were the 
a girl was eating cereal out of another girl's butt. Yeah, I don't understand. It was that. real sick. It just seems problematic. Like it just it, seems like why? Why are you putting cereal in someone's butthole? Right. And you got a whole cabinet full of dishes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just grab a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Even a big cup. I whatever. Mean, if you're gonna put something in someone's butthole, put something fun in there. Like I would put like you know like a transformer in someone's right. butthole. Oh, yeah. 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 See if it would fit. Yeah. Grimlock. Put put Grimlock <laughs> as like a dinosaur. In someone's butthole, and then have her transform <sighs> it by like clenching her yeah. butt cheeks. I just think about all, all the bacteria that's in there. Even if you, you like, you use an enema, like you know, to clean yourself out, there's still residual E. coli. Yeah, you're eating that and E. coli. I, and I got real sick, and I thought I had COVID, <laughs> and it was like days. It was, e. coli. A- it was like days after licking your butthole, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> did I get E. coli from Steph's butt butthole? Probably. Probably. I mean, it's possible. Um, and also, when I were thinking about Smurfs, is, and I was thinking about this in cartoons in general, Smurfs don't have nails or hair. Right. Well, oh, no, I'm sorry. For I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They ha- they don't have nails, but they have hair because Papa okay, yeah. has a beard too. Yeah. But like nails and hair are made from keratin. It's like the yeah. same thing. Right. And then I started thinking, like, what if male pattern baldness <laughs> also affected your fingernail growth? Right. So like you would basically male fingernail baldness is like a terrifying. It's like a Cronenbergian concept. Yes. You would just have men. Patchy hair, scabbed fingertips, constantly asking <laughs> asking people to scratch their itches, looking like uh, the dude Tommy Tails from the from the borrower. Oh my god! I, I mean, yeah, you would have just bloody fingertips all the time because you you would have nothing to protect your fingertips, and you would just be smashing your fingertips. Also, that movie, The Borrower, he's not really borrowing anything; he's just taking people. He's stealing people's heads. Yeah, entire bodies. He's killing them and taking their heads. It would be it, it would be real gross though if you're like, oh Give man, look at look at that guy has male pattern baldness. Probably got it from his dad. <laughs> and then you look at their nails, and it's just like, yeah, like just all, their fingers are all ripped open because like there's they're just touching stuff and getting punctures in it and shit. There's something about that that is so like nothing that much grosses me out things with fingernails gross me out like in movies where they're ripping ripping people's fingernails off yeah um eyeballs gross me out like i don't want to see things needles and eyeballs you know and Mm -hmm. things up noses so those are three things that gross me out nothing else yeah fingernails coming off bothers me and i i don't get bothered by much in movies i think one of the things that bothered me the most, and I've talked about it before, was when in one of the stupid Saw movies, one of the chicks falls into like a pit the of needles. hypodermic needles yeah. and it bothers the... F- that That was yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, I'm, I was scared. That bothered me too, because when I first um, started working as a vet tech, as a student too, like, I mean, I, I had this irrational fear of just being, being stuck by every needle. And then when I actually like started like, you know using needles i was like oh yeah like it doesn't actually happen all the time where you're just like stamina. You know. stuff's not talking about when she started doing heroin by <laughs> no, the way but like you know drawing blood and things like that pulling up medications she's not talking about like when she progressed her drug habit yeah. to needles <laughs> it's okay needles. just needles there's no drugs just needles you would be you would last like maybe a week without fingernails because you are constantly orgasming orgasming while you're scratching your mosquito bites oh my god i don't know i would just have like a knife just using a knife to scratch my mosquito You'll bites. just be over on the couch like all all day you're over there on the couch and you're just like oh these mosquito <laughs> bites ah! because i mean everyone who gets you know chewed up by mosquitoes in the summer knows how exquisite it feels to just get in there and scratch it i very rarely get a mosquito oh bite. my god they're so itchy and when and i do it's like minimal because i think like the mosquitoes they, they taste like me. it they go bleh 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 and they're like ew yeah this fucking dude tastes like oh no <laughs> and they fly away <laughs> and they fly away but what like it it's maybe it is a similar thing with paxton because paxton is obsessed with licking you uh, yeah it's he, my, i think it's my blood type he doesn't like my taste yeah. he lick he licks me one time it's so funny because i'll put him up to me and i'll be like steph give me a kiss and i'll go bleh. 
And then big Steph now give mom a kiss. He's like, blah, 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 blah. He <laughs> and just, my face is drenched in cat saliva. Yeah, and he'll just keep going back. Yeah. So I think you do have like a nectar I, taste or I something. A ne- the nectar of the gods. Yeah, you got like a ma- <laughs> you got some maple syrup, and I got on, I got on yon. I, I mean, my- I do love it, maple maple syrup, and I do. I think I ingest it every day, mm. so I probably taste like maple syrup at this point. What did they say? What was that thing with like the armpit smell? They said guys smell like cheese. Guys, fromage. Guys, guys, <laughs> guys, guys, bio. Hey, you guys. Yeah, you know the guys, bio, smell like the cheese, yeah. and the woman, bio, smell like the grapefruit. No, the onion, wasn't it? Onion, oh, onion yeah, yeah, onion, onion. It's like um, a grapefruit onion, is yeah, what women And guys are just straight up ball cheese. And it, yeah, and it has to deal with like the type of bacteria, I guess, that's growing in your pit. Mm-hmm. It's like scientists wasted the time to do that. They figured it out. Cheese. Because what else do you do? I mean, mine. I don't know. When I'm stenchy, is it cheese? Stenchy is vinegar. Yeah. Stenchy pretty... is straight up. It but, surpasses no, it, cheese. But it's a little more than just vinegar because if it was vinegar. Probably, like, I guess it's like a blue cheese vinegar. Yeah. Because if, it, <laughs> it's if, it, a was, blue cheese if it was vinegar, you'd see me like sneaking <laughs> french fries under my armpit every now and then. And it's, like, a, it's a blue cheese vinegar. I'll be like, Steph, make french fries tonight. <laughs> and you'd see me going like, like, oh fuck, putting up, like fucking a french fry under my armpit. St- oh, stenchy. Like I got a punane Ugh. panini. That's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Yeah, going to town on that whole thing. Uh, what are we drinking, Steph? What are we oh drinking here? Oh my god. Okay, well, I'm trying a new beer. Um, it's by Vault Brewing, which is a local brewery that we've mentioned uh, previously. This is Nitro Sweet Potato Ale, and if anyone has no. ever... No. Nitro Sweet Potato. <laughs> so, if anybody has listened to any episode of this podcast, you probably know that I, I get obsessed with sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Um, That's how she says it around uh, around our house. Which I do all the time. Yeah. Shrimp potatoes. Um, so shrimp, not- I gotta say shrimp or shrimp. <laughs> so it has nutmeg, vanilla, molasses, and cinnamon, and it's six point five percent. And I have to say, it's a huge disappointment because it is a little bit too bitter for me. Like, I feel like if they, you know, kicked up the sweetness, mellowed out the bitterness, yeah. it might be a little bit it's better. Stouting. But- it's like borderlining on a stout. Yeah, and it's like I mean, I, I don't like mind it. it. I enjoy the mouthfeel of it. It's it's got like a creaminess. What did you say? It. What six percent? Six point five. Yeah, when something tastes that bitter, I want it to be at, at least at ten yeah, percent. Better be worth you know? it because I don't mind it if I know it's just the alcohol. I know, and, 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 like, I don't like the nitro stuff either because it gives it a creaminess, but, but then it's, it, it's flat. Flat. Yeah, there's no carbonation. Yeah. Um, and I you and you you said this is you a, said this is the type of beer that you that will taste bad once it gets warm. So oh, I yeah. am trying to drink it quickly. Yeah, you just gotta guzzle it. Because yeah, that is you the just worst. Gotta get it down there. Well, I am. What do you hand, I'm drinking a fucking lovely beverage. 11 Lives and Still Wandering, which sounds like an old giallo. It sure does. Uh, it's, uh, but it's co- all about a cat. It's a collab from Fat Orange Cat and Abomination Brewing. It's got some Sam Heimer artwork at the top. Uh, half of it is his artwork, and the other half is another artist that does the fat cat stuff. Um, the double IPA. Uh, almost, basically, it's 9% the pipe can. It's fucking awesome. It's really good. It's, it's, got, the, it's got a little cat piss going on, uh, but it's, it's creamy. I mean, if you're it's drinking creamy. IPAs, you got to be down with that cat piss flavor. Uh, I mean, it's good. I enjoy and it. I am. I'm, I'm living that I'm life. I'm living that IPA life. So always. we watched a ton of movies. I wish we so could many. talk about all of them. <laughs> so many. Uh, it's just so many. God. Yeah. But we try, well, what we do is well, me and stuff are constantly watching movies, obviously. We try to pick the ones where like, this would be a fun one to kind of talk about on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. And if it's not fun, it's maybe it's a movie we maybe we want you to watch or it's a movie that's just new that we feel like we should talk about because right. it's new. That we could shit on. Because the pressure. The pressure from the masses <laughs> wanting yeah. us to talk about things. Um, but yeah, what lies behind the curtain of episode X stuff? All right. So I have your Sodom and Gomorrah guide. 
brought to you by Brendan Fraser. Yes. <laughs> so, listen, he's making a fucking comeback. He is on fire on the yeah, interwebs. Well, you know he's making a comeback when the memes start oh, again with yes. him. People are loving him. And listen, I we have a love for him because we grew up watching some classics starring yeah. the Frage. I don't dislike him. Yeah. I don't. I, but I'm not like super all about Brendan no. Fraser. No, me but neither. I don't but, mind him, you know. So, but, okay, first of all, we're going to start it off strong. Airheads 1994, which is one of his best movies, I would argue. Maybe. Uh, a Quiet Place 2 from 2020. Passion of Darkly Noon. I'm going to say Passion of the Christ. No, not Passion of the Christ. That's another Frasier movie. Mm. Uh, 95. And guess what? No one has seen that movie. No. Nobody's seen it. No, I just... I never heard of it. I seen it the first time just recently. <laughs> uh, Nobody from 2021. Champagne and Bullets from 1993, which we watched on Champagne the stream. Champagne and Bullets! That movie is excellent. Um, old from 2021. M. Night Shamwell. And Magdalena, Possessed by the Devil oh. from 1974. And we're going to do something a little different on the Simon Gamora episodes <laughs> now where we're going to, hopefully it's going to be a tradition on the Simon Gamora episodes we'll where we're going to do one of the movies at the end that Steph's going to be talking about and we're going to take a little break before we do that and we're going to smoke some smoke <laughs> and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about that movie but me and Steph are both going to be high right now I'm high <laughs> yeah but Steph's going to be high oh man it could be a disaster that's wait what I'm hoping see. for wait and see because <laughs> Steph usually has like a hit with me or two hits when we're hanging out or before bed or something like that and we have I feel like we have the best conversations and I'm like I wish we could be recording this <laughs> you know like the other time like the other like night my, my dream I told you about last oh, night oh my god yeah what was that dream <laughs> tell me about that dream real quick because it was funny I don't remember a lot of it i just remember that uh, we i don't know where we were we went down these stairs and there was like a pool so i didn't tell you this part we went down the stairs. i was like I, we got to get down and then we went down and there was this pool that was like a swamp and i and this toad swam up to me and i was like oh my god that's a giant toad and i put my hand in the water and he just climbed in my hand and then i was like petting him and then i was like all right go away little buddy and i put him back in the water and he kind of swam but then he came back to me and he kept coming back to me. Then finally I was like, dude, you got like, to go, put him in the water, kind of shoot him away. And I looked over and he was blown up like a balloon, like a puffer fish floating on the surface. And then somebody, I don't know who it was I was with, and they were like, oh, he's up to his old shit again. And then I looked over and he was going... <laughs> he was just farting out all the air. I don't know why. I don't know why that is the best. I was dying laughing. I, I it's still so funny, but I heard it before, so it's not as funny. But I was fucking. I was like, oh Steph, that's God. something you save for the podcast when it's just being you, because I would have been fucking rolling. Oh my God, rolling, rolling, keep rolling, 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 rolling. Come on, no. We're not doing that again. Man, we did watch that Woodstock 1999 thing. Holy, Holy shit. shit. And I had limp biscuits stuck in my head for like five days and it was the worst Dude, week you know of my I life. Did? That week I was like, that week after we watched that, I was like listening to the, all the shitty bands that played there. Like yeah. I, listen, I never listened to limp biscuits when they came out. So they're, all I know is like the radio stuff. Yeah. So I like was listen like skimming through it. And I was yeah. like, man, this is horse shit. Yeah. Fucking terrible. It's not good. And then I was listening to live, even yeah. though live was like beginning of fucking the 90s. Yeah, yeah. For some whatever reason they played they played the hits though didn't I think they, they had that dolphins cry song that was yeah, popular yeah. some some um weird man and that's like a it is a really good because like step we mean you were talking about it because like i went to Oz, some oz fests you know like in my in my youth mm -hmm. but i remember you know 
I should have been super hyped to go to that, but I remember like all these bands fucking suck ass for the most part. Oh, you well, know? for what suck? Yeah, one ninety nine. Yeah, and I was like, it's gonna be like dude bros. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. It's oh, fucking dude I mean, bros. If you guys haven't watched that documentary, it's on HBO Max. Holy shit, watch it it's, because what a goddamn disaster that yeah, was it's like basically like being in a fucking how many people do they say were there oh like uh, 400,000 people it's like 400 it's like a 400,000 party f- like a, a frat party yeah 400,000 people in a frat oh, party oh yeah that's like, like you didn't you, want to be a woman there no not at all you know no, i mean and they talk about that too holy shit but it's i think it's funny because like yeah, it, is, I feel it like, is funny no it's funny uh, in the sense that like <laughs> what i feel like Woodstock 99 was less influential for us because I feel like Woodstock 94 is what we remember. Yeah, Woodstock 94. You know, like I was like, I mean, I know I was young when that came out. I was like 13, but I watched it. And for me, that was much more impactful. And like Woodstock 99, I don't like we watched it. I was like, I didn't know half these people perform there. Yeah, I I remember. I don't remember any of it. It's a weird mishmash for sure. But anyway, check it out. Check it out. (laughs) All right. So I'll get get a start here on our uh, journey into... Brendan Fraser territory, Airheads, 1994, comedy slash musical. No, nah, I don't want to say it's musical. <laughs> it's not a musical. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, this is like. See, I don't. I'm not a huge comedy guy. I've right. never really been like a huge. I like black comedies a yeah. lot. Yeah, and I like stuff that's like not overtly supposed to be a comedy like like asked like be, like for instance last night we were watching the borrower. Oh, the borrower i was fucking dying laughing and granted i was really high but like no that movie is the fucking comedy yeah it's so that fucking movie funny. is a straight up comedy yeah, but that is like i feel like if most people watch that they wouldn't laugh that much <laughs> i don't know but i'm constantly i'm constantly laughing watching that movie because it's just yeah. so fucking stupid and like i like black comedies like that but i've never been a guy it's like i've really want to rewatch a comedy over no. and over and over and over and over again it's just not my thing but this is like falls in a weird where it's like not it's not I don't really think it's like just a straight up comedy movie. You know? I don't know how to categorize well, there's, it. I feel I feel like there's this special category when we were younger of movies that like that like are this kind of have a feel to them. Like this, Wayne's World. Wheezing the um, Jews. Yes. Um uh Chris Farley, what's the Tommy Boy? Tommy Boy. Right? Yeah. Like I will always rewatch those movies because, but they they have a certain feel to them. They See, all but are Tommy similar. Boy's a comedy. That's a comedy. It is a comedy, but I mean they all. This is like comedy adjacent. Yes, but they all have a certain feel <laughs> this to is them. Like Ari Aster comedy. <laughs> is it? No. <laughs> no. Uh, so three. I mean, I'm going to do the synopsis. Just yeah. so if you've never seen this movie, I never have the game. Is going to tell you to watch this movie. It's fucking great. Uh, three aspiring rock musicians: Chaz, Brendan Fraser, Pip, Adam Sandler, and Rex Steve Buscemi. Which, by the way, Steve Buscemi looks like a fucking metalhead in this shit perfect like he genuinely looks like he would be in a death metal yes. band like <laughs> brendan fraser looks like he would be in poison or something like right. that yeah and then fucking adam sandler just i don't he's know what weird, he's going he's for he's like when you see a band and you're like there's that why is that guy here he doesn't fit that's yeah. that's like he looks adam like, sandler yeah, yeah yeah i'll agree with that he's like the odd man out all right these three dudes are determined to have their band's demo played on the air out of desperation they sneak into a Los Angeles radio station, but when their manager, Milo, Michael McKeenan, meets with them hostil- w- meets them with hostility, they resort to threatening him with realistic-looking water pistols. Soon, the situation escalates, and the none-too-bright rockers get in over their heads. Directed by Michael Lehman, Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Meet the Applegates. That's know, a hidden gem I know right you there. love that one. That is a hidden fucking gem, because the SPFX, when they're fucking... Prey Manises. Yeah. That shit is a 10. And nobody talks about Who's that. Isn't that Randy Quaid? Y- maybe. Is he in that Look one? Look it up. Look I it up while I'm talking about this. 
I don't remember the no 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 the dad is you would know the dad. I think I'm. I don't know the actor's name that plays the dad. He looks like um, Papa from Stranger Things, but he's the other actor that looks like Papa from Stranger what Things. What am I thinking of with Randy Quaid? Because there's a movie that he's in. He might. I, I'm. You're. you're oh, real, Ed Begley Jr. is the. Yeah. 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 yeah that's Ed, ba- Ed Bagels. Ed Bagels. Yeah. <laughs> he also that guy also directed Heather's too, which is. Um, oh yeah. I didn't know that. That's strange. Yeah. He also made a movie called My Giant. Where oh. Billy Crystal tries to exploit a Romanian man with gigantism <laughs> like he's a fucking I know, corny. Yes, yes. And if I said it once, Steph, I've said it twice. No, if I've said it twice, I've said it once. Yeah. If I've said it three times, <laughs> I've said it at least one of those times. Nice. Oh my god, where are you Billy going with Crystal this? You hate should him. be erased from the timeline. <laughs> Think about any Think about any Billy Crystal movie. Let's oh think. Uh, and yeah. you're thinking about City Slickers. You know you are. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I tell you, when I say Billy Crystal, City Slickers is the first movie that comes. Now remove Billy from the movie. Yeah. Well, you have. Um, By the way, no adult man should be called Billy. Yeah. You should Bill. Bill. When you get when you reach 13, when it's your 13th birthday, oh. your papa comes up to you <laughs> and he says, "Billy, Daddy isn't going to get sexual with you anymore and call, call you Billy." <laughs> Oh, no. It's Bill now. Bill. Okay. You're a man. And Bill. then your dad opens up your elastic hands, looks down and says, I like what I'm seeing down there. You got a couple strands. No. And he closes it up. It's disgusting. No, I figured out he's in the movie Parents. Oh. That's a horror movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, yeah. The, with the, when they're eating the meat. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. that's what I, I could picture the cover. That of movies, that. that movie's a fever dream. I like yeah. that movie. That movie's pretty nice. Uh, so now, anyway, like I was saying, City Slickers now remove Billy from the movie. Yeah. Now you have Marv, yeah, Marv. <laughs> trying to survive in New Mexico desert against Cowboy Curly, yes. who has dementia and thinks Daniel Stern is a Native American trying to steal his cows. <laughs> that movie would be fucking amazing. Yes. I don't hate Billy Crystal, so, you know. Whatever. Take him out of... Okay, now let's think about another one. Take him out of when Harry met Sally. Yeah. And call it when Sally met Sally, and it's about a woman who had a massive stroke and she's learning to speak and walk again. <laughs> Oh, Meg Ryan, though. Infinitely more intriguing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sally! <laughs> yeah. What is this picture of, Sally? Asparagus! That's right, it's asparagus. <laughs> You're getting there. Starring Brendan Fraser. Looking like he's in Mr. Big. Yeah. I'm the one who yes. wants to be, be with, with you. you. Deep inside, I hope you feel it too. What do they say in the next line? I don't know. That's Living it. on a lineup. No, it's not lineup, but what do they say? Speaking <laughs> I don't know. Steve Buscemi. Uh huh. Death Metal Leonard Skinner. He's excellent. Oh, yes. Death Metal Leonard Skinner skinned Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do That's it. Who wants good. to. I mean, if Ben Eller could get off his fucking saying, ass Eller, yeah. and write the next two Corpse Masters songs so yeah. I could put some keyboards on it, maybe we could work on Skin Leonard. Yeah. But, you know. I know. Wait, I think we know who could be singing on Skin Leonard. Who's that? Prince Diamond. No, but we need. You need oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So you could. Yeah, you could, you could, could do that. Sing it on. Ooh, that's a good idea, yes. actually, oh, Steph. Mastermind in the band. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get. Okay, dude, maybe I'll hit up Ben and I'll be like, Ben. <laughs> what is um, Ben, what do you think when I say the best Leonard Skinner Skin song? Leonard. A Freebird? Yeah, but I don't no, know. No, but it's the most popular song. Yeah, it is. Freebird. Saturday Night Special? 
Mr. Saturday New Special. Oh, that's not the one, the smell. Can you Ooh, smell that, that smell? smell. <laughs> Smells like someone queefed. <laughs> I didn't know what that song was about till like last year. What is it about? Smoking weed. Oh. <laughs> you smell the weed smell. Jesus That's Christ. Lame. Okay, well, you just found Okay, you just found out last year what it was about that you're going to give me a hard time for I not mean, knowing. I just found out last year that Piano Man is Billy Joel, not Elton John. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. I, no, I did think that. I'm not even talking I know, but even it's being, crazy. I'm not being facetious. It's crazy. This is how much I hate the mainstream that I'm, I refuse to learn bands' names. That sing. I hate Billy Joel too. I hate Billy Joel I too. Known but that. I, I, I should have smelled the stink on that. Immediately. I enjoy some Ellen John songs though. I do. Yeah, that's fine. I listen. Like Tiny Dancer. I'm not telling you what to like and what not to like. Philadelphia uh, Freedom. Speaking from heart. <laughs> I, but I. But Billy Joel, we will oh. not agree on that. No, no, I do not. I don't like Bruce him. Springsteen, we will not agree I will, on that. We will disagree on that. We will not agree <laughs> on that fucking filth, Florin filth, <laughs> disgusting. Adam Sandler, I ain't farting on no snare drum, man. And those three people combined are the, the Lone Rangers. Yeah. Co-starring Michael McKean. I love him. Judd Nelson rocking that new metal chin meatball. Uh-huh. Chris Farley, always looking like the director is standing right off camera with a cattle prod in case he gets too Farley. <laughs> yeah. He has got the Chris Farley hair going on he, in this. He does. Oh, my God. He's so funny. But he's like a restrained Farley. He is. But he's all fit, like emotive That's in the, the thing. face. As soon as you look you, at him, you laugh because, because you, his expression. You know his expression is like the Farley expression is like you're waiting for the egg to crack <laughs> and for like this man, giant man to burst out. Yes. But it doesn't ever get to the giant man. So you're just constantly waiting yeah. for Yes, to crumble. It's great. Uh, Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's doing his Ernie Hudson thing. I love Ernie Hudson, he's but unfortunately, he has just never given anything good to work nah, with. No, he's Except for it. Leviathan. The best. Yeah. Leviathan is the best. Kramer with hair gel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Michael Richards. They just were like, and he's just doing Michael Richards. You're going to, yeah, he's Michael Richards and he's like, just being Michael Richards. Yeah. He's being Kramer. Yeah. He's doing Kramer. But they just slicked his hair back and they're like, we know we slicked your hair back, but you're still Kramer and that's what we want for this movie. We're just trying to contain your curls, but they're there. And then, uh, who's, um, David Arquette doing his best 311. Oh my God. Amber is the color of your energy. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. And then who's the DJ? Joe, Joe Montagna. Montagna. Yeah. And Quato's in it too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm total recall. I don't know yeah. that actor's oh, name. Oh, he's like the SWAT team guy, the SWAT yeah. leader. Cameos by Lemmy, Harold Ramis, Kurt Loder, that's right. White Zombie, and Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. You also get Brendan Fraser actually singing the song Degenerated. Degenerate, Degenerate. Cha, cha. Sounds uh, with, catchy. With Jay and Sean from White Zombie, they actually perform the music. Makes me wish he was in an actual band when I hear that shit too, because yeah. I could see him doing like a typo negative cover band. They call it Type Neapolitan, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like him all fat. He's in love with chocolate. <laughs> he likes the dark, and on his milk white diabetes medication, the Pfizer mark. <laughs> But if you want street cred, uh, the song Degenerated was actually written by Reagan Youth in 1984, which is a little cool tidbit. And a little interesting punk rock history for those not in the know. Dave Rubenstein, which is the guy from um, Reagan Youth. That song's super fucking catchy, too. It Degenerated. Is, yeah. Degenerated! Degenerated! It is catchy. I didn't actually and know that that was like a real song. Vegetated! <laughs> he, does like, so he does like a very Peter Steele delivery. It's mm. fucking amazing. Dave Rubenstein is very, very interesting um, guy. Um, 
singer and uh, songwriter for the New York ba- uh, hardcore band Reagan Youth. Um, and it's I never knew this actually until it was like recently. So he was, a, I, I mean, the thing that most people don't know is he was a heroin addict. He was a drug dealer. And what a lot of people don't know is his girlfriend, Tiffany Bresciani, was a sex worker who worked Hudson Street and she danced in strip clubs along the city. Um, she was actually killed by a serial killer. Oh, really? Which is really fucking crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Um, and I'll read the quick story. On June 24th, 1993, Rubenstein and Bresciani were waiting on Allen Street when a familiar customer pulled up in a Mazda pick truck. Tiffany got in, telling Rubenstein that she would return in 20 minutes. She never came back. Rubenstein called the police with the description of the truck and went to the club where Tiffany danced and all the hospital emergency rooms in the city searching for Tiffany. A few days later, on June 28th, two New York state troopers were patrolling Long Island Southern State Parkway when they pulled over the truck. Oh, they pulled over a truck after a low-speed chase, finding Bresciani's decaying body in the back. They Whoa. arrested the driver, Joel Rifkin, one of Long Island's more infamous serial killers who was linked to killing numerous women. It's pretty crazy. That's really crazy, too, because it's so ballsy of that guy to pick her up in front of the boyfriend. Yeah. Right? Like, he was well, there? Well, no, that's what, oh. they, that's what she did. She was a... Uh, no, was, but I mean, that, a, for the serial killer to do that. Oh, yeah, but I you mean, know? you figure you know, like, yeah, think about it, you know? I guess so. It's like, that's what she does. Yeah. You're not looking at faces for yeah. stuff like that. And like, you know... That's think crazy. Think about people... I think about that a lot, actually, because like, think about... You could look at someone dead in the face, right? Yeah. Like, think about it. Like, you went grocery shopping this morning. Yeah. If I had to tell you, if you had to describe the cashier for well, me. Okay. I, the ca- I go to this cashier all the time. He's my favorite. So I can describe oh, him. Oh, crush him. <laughs> no, he's this little old guy. Uh, <laughs> he's just really nice. But I always, if he's available, I always pick him. But could I describe anybody else? No. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what was my point. Yes, but you ruined it. Yes. All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I ruined it. I'm that's sorry. That's a cool piece of trims, I thought. <laughs> and speaking of music, the soundtrack also has Motorhead, White Zombie, Prong, Anthrax, The Ramones, Primus, Degeneration, Four Non Blondes, and oh, Candlebox. Yeah. And listen, I don't, you know, there's a lot of hate for 90s no. pop music. Who? who hates it? Just people. You no. Know? I like everything. You know, I'm the kind of dude who can listen to, like, you know, King Diamond. I can listen to fucking Coolio. Yeah. I can listen to fucking Obituary. And then I could put on some fucking Kenny G. And you listen to some, some like you know? Belle Biv DeVoe. Put on some of that Kenny G. Because maybe <laughs> I'm in the mood for a little bit of that flautist yeah. shit. Does, does he play flute or? He plays the saxophone. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's woodwind. The flautist. It's a woodwind thing. God. <laughs> You're blowing in something. Anyway, this movie is like a weird and wonderful 90s SNL skit of Dog Day Afternoon. That's the best way I can describe it yeah. to someone. I mean, but no sex change it's operations. It's a movie that I wish. <laughs> okay. I fucking wish. I wish it was about, I wish there was like a subplot in it about Chris Farley being a police officer and wanting to get a sex change. Yeah. That would just be awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's a movie that bombed in the box office, as oh, you would probably it? imagine. It came out the same year as Forrest Gump, oh, by yeah. the way. Watch the movies that made us. That shit was fucking so good. Amazing for the Forrest Gump one yeah. in particular, but all of them were uh, really great. Man, Gary Sinise is, he's just, He's just the best. These are the movies they were up against, though. Forrest Gump. Yeah. This is a crazy year. Uh, Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. Winner. Pulp Fiction. Winner. Lion King. Winner. Speed. No. The Crow. <laughs> Winner. Winner. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> the Mask. New Nightmare. Uh-huh. And Steph, our favorite our fucking favorite. movie. Our Dr- favorite. Jurassic, I wish I could go Jurassic back in time and I can go to the movies with this. Was it Jurassic Park? Was that earlier? The River Wild. Oh, the River 
River Wild. Wait, when did Jurassic Park come out? 93, 92. 95? 92, 92, yeah. Uh, the River Wild. Man, we've rewatched that recently. AKA Excellent. Disney murder movie. Yes, it sure is. Where Timmy from Jurassic Park is wearing a ministry hat, which I was like, that kid doesn't fucking <laughs> he listen. He doesn't know who ministry He's is. He's not going home and listening to Jesus built by hot rock. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> So, needless to say, people were distracted by uh, Schwarzenegger yeah. being pregnant, Tim Allen being Santa Claus, Jack Nicholson being a hairy dog man, and Jodie Foster being a backwoods, inbred, autistic girl. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. It was a confusing time for everybody. Holy crap. Including Brendan Fraser, who was basically riding that Pauly Shore stupid wave to Boku Bucks Beach. Yeah. He was in every fucking... He was in Encino Man. Remember that one? Every... Ooh. He's in like Son-in-Law. <laughs> yeah. I saw Son-in-Law in the fucking movie theater. Did you? What the fuck was the matter with me, Holy dude? Holy crap. Uh, the movie's great. I don't know. Um, it, uh, I, I don't want to go over the movie B by yeah, B. It's yeah. just... No, it's... Watch it. It's one of those it. movies so fun. you should fucking watch. So good. It's fun. Delectable. Has really stupid comedy in it. Uh-huh. And that blonde chick that's like riding... Oh, his, his girlfriend? Pip. Yeah. No, 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 not Brendan Fraser's oh, girlfriend. Oh, oh, Well, she's hot, too. Pip, the blonde-haired, frizzy yeah. chick who's, like, squeedling his oh, nerbal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Squeedling that little <laughs> pippy nerbal. Oh, that's nerbal. right. I forgot about her. Yeah, yeah. I ain't farting on no snare drum, man. <laughs> it's quotable. I, oh, and I also, man. Michael Richards, listen, is he a scumbag now? He, he's, he's done some shit. He said yeah, some things. He, regret- sure he said some regrettable things, but Seinfeld is forever beloved for me. Yeah. I can't, I can't help it. I grew up with it. I love Kramer. It's like, I think when I have to think about my sense of humor and what I find funny, it's the dumb, Uh stupid humor of Kramer. It's the dumb shit that Kramer does and says. And I always, that was the stuff like, I'll laugh at that over a well said joke any day. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that movie's a 10. Much like I will laugh at every fart joke. When we watched it recently, me and you. That was the first time you've watched it since In like probably like the nineties. Oh no, I think I've seen it since then, but like I mean it's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. I I had forgotten a lot of that movie. Um God, it's great. It's so good. It's really it's good. It's ten for me too. Watch Degen- it. Degenerated. Yeah. Johnny took me out on a Tuesday night. <laughs> Johnny can't read. Johnny, Johnny can't write. Kids just don't understand. And he's like, What are you doing, man? And Steve Buscemi's like Oh, cheeky! Oh, cheeky! <laughs> and he's like I humping his guitar. I love He's so great. And he's so fucking believable. He is. He yeah. lo- I mean, you would... Yeah, if you didn't know any better, you'd be like, he's a metalhead. I want to see him in sweatpants <laughs> and, a sw- and a sweat long sleeve shirt with the sleeves cut off. Yeah. So he looks like he's Florida death metal yeah. boy. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, that's what they all fucking um, do. That's a big thing about like uh, a lot... A lot of like Florida death metal, like the... I didn't they, know Florida had a death metal scene. That's the origination of most really? of the or, yeah, original Florida death metal. Like, oh. No, that's it. I thought it was Norwegian. It's cool. No, <laughs> that's black metal. Oh. I'm, True know. Norwegian black metal. What do I know? The uh, now Florida's cool and and the history behind death metal in Florida is really cool too. Um, you know, they weren't they weren't the originators of it per se, right. but they kind of like were like holding the torch with yeah. so many up and coming bands that's interesting. when it did get popular. There's a certain sound that came from Florida, and it's and it's cool because when you think about it, uh, the reason that that became so popular in the area where it came up was because kids could record year round in Florida because it never got cold, oh. so kids were always in their basements yeah. recording in, in Florida because you could just do it year round. And so just many have swamp ass just, all year, yeah. And not even think about it like that's <laughs> yeah. the music you're getting too, yeah, you know? yeah. 
death metal is just—it's beloved to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I listen. I learn. I'm learning stuff every day from you. I appreciate every it. Every day. Yeah, Wolves in the, Wolves <laughs> in the Throne Room. Their new, um, their new uh, singles have been coming out, and I've been showing them the stuff. And stuff's like, I just don't like the way this guy screams, and I just don't. I can't understand what he's saying. It's very high pitched. No, the thing is, you you made a good point though, like to like to approach it in a different way, and so now I'm going to do that. Yeah, you know. I think you have to do a certain kind of music. And I think that's a, I don't know. I think that's a good trait to do with any kind of music that people like that isn't pop. Yeah. Because with pop music, you know, it's very like, I like this music because it's catchy. Right. That's easy. Because I can dance to it. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then there's music that like can kind of combine a lot of different things. Like it can be catchy and then it can be like, like complex or progressive or just fucking weird. Yeah. You know? No, and for like me, that new like Danny Elfman, Trezor oh, jam, so good. The weirdness, though, so good. But like for me, anything. See, I mean, you know that like Nine Inch Nails is like one of my favorites, right? So anything that like invokes that same feeling for me, that same sound, like industrial sound. I don't know. I love it. So like that, I think that's why I was like immediately like this is great because like I'm just like reliving the, the great years of Nine Inch Nails, you yeah, know, it's with cool. with Danny Elfman because I appreciate like. I mean, you know, I know Nightmare Before Christmas is like whatever, you know, you hate it, but the songs in that I are so hate, the no. songs in that are so fucking catchy, and this this has an aspect of that too. That, you know? I know I don't hate Nightmare Before Christmas. I hate a certain specific. I know people who like group it. of people that like it. Yeah, yeah. And that's not saying I hate people that like Nightmare Before Christmas either. It's just that certain it's a subset. Of, it's a certain kind yeah. of person. <laughs> it's just like there's a certain kind of person that loves everything Rob Zombie does, even though it's garbage. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Yeah, you know, I get it. You can like Rob Zombie, but you also have to be able to say Rob Zombie can make some fucking Duke, some Dookie movies some, too. Some poop. Not just like, it's all good because it's Rob. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. <laughs> all right, take us to the next one. All right, we're going to talk about a newer movie. Uh, I'm going to talk about A Quiet Place 2 from 2020. AKA um, Jim Halpert be eaten way too much whey protein and hard boiled egg sandwiches. <laughs> yes. He is fucking beefy. Yeah, he is. Um, but he also got beefy for that prime show oh, where he's yeah. uh i can't remember Who's the he character married to? he's married to emily blunt the oh, actress that's, in that's this. right i knew that I knew yeah that he though. married her man dude she is getting it she she's well she's hot no but uh, jim jim halpert's he's getting it <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. he's giving it and getting yeah. it like there's she's, she's there's, gorgeous can you imagine them having sex stuff i mean i sure crazy <laughs> it's probably crazy yes it's probably like they probably just like stand in the opposite side of a room with each other fucking spraying each other yeah. with hoses they're so wet <laughs> oh, yeah. spitting on each other oh wait was it jack reacher that's the show anyway i don't know it's all like yes yeah, he's, yeah, he's like a cia john grisham yeah 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 <laughs> starring tom <laughs> hanks in some role um so this is starring emily blunt john krasinski killian murphy and then the kill the kids are great but i didn't put their names down because whatever. Fuck kids. because they're kids that's what it comes down um to. and i have to say that i was initially going into this movie i was excited to see it but i was a little bit bummed because i was like okay well we know that uh, John Krasinski's character dies, so he's not going to be in this movie. But guess what, guys? First ten minutes of this movie, yeah, like a prologue, a fucking epic prologue. Right? Is it prologue? So yeah, it's like Epilogue. it basically tells it's a prologue. It basically tells you prologue everything that happened prior to the first movie that we didn't get to see. So when the aliens come, right? Good. So we get we get John Krasinski, be, which is great. That may be the best scene in the movie. It is. It is because it's so intense. It's, it's so great. It's it's so. And it's, I was just to say up front. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a movie theater movie. Oh, it is. Well, so if you I fucked up say, and you didn't see the movies, this was our first movie back. Yeah, right. 
after COVID. And, and, I, and it was nice because John Krasinski made a little note to me. Oh, little, thanking you. And he's like, Jess, thanks for coming out. <laughs> even though, you know, the Rona running wild. Yeah. And Jess, I'm kind of sad because like my mortgage is a lot and <laughs> people don't come and see movies. I have to, I have to downgrade and I can't have my infinite pool that looks out over the Hollywood sign and I have to downgrade to half of an infinite pool <laughs> that's only 10 feet wide and that's not 30. <laughs> but so thanks, Jess. I can keep it. Yeah. Um, and who else did it? And now Chamwell oh, did it too. Well, fuck that guy. We're going to get to it. him. Yeah, fuck you. He's from Philly. I can say that. And he would appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. I would fucking give him the <laughs> Philly treatment. I would bitch slap him with a cheesesteak. I would beat him like that hitchhiking robot that was beat to death in Philly. Dude, I'd butt fuck him with a soft pretzel. <laughs> I, I would get a whole fucking six sixer of soft pretzels, put them in my freezer. Fuck M. Night's oh, ass with each one. That's not nice. <laughs> um... Right, so after this intense uh, like prologue or whatever, um, so then we're taken back to basically picks up where the first movie left off, where the mom is like with the kids, Emily Blunt's trying to get these kids out and yeah. get them to safety, yeah. and um, they end up going to I guess where they know that there's another person because they have those fires right that everyone sets like the signal fires, mm -hmm. and so they end up going to this other like location. They don't know who's there, but they just know somebody's there. So. On the way, I mean, this is all so intense. The beginning of this movie is very intense, right? When that fucking like, kid needed to get. Oh killed. my god! Well, when they're trying to get there, of course they set off like a spoiler, a booby, a booby trap. Spoilers. Yeah, and then by they, the way, if you haven't watched, I know maybe, maybe this stop. is why we. This is why, but this is also why we don't do. We don't really talk about movies immediately. The day they yeah. came out, like every podcast does. This movie came out. We got to fucking release the episode tomorrow. No, we want you guys no. to see it first. We like to give people time because not every fucking psychopath on the fucking earth goes and sees a movie opening yeah. day. Because also we want to talk about spoilers. And also we're and lazy. And we don't, <laughs> you know, well, that too. That I wanna, too. maybe I don't want to record. <laughs> we don't want to record every day. Yeah, um, you know, come on. So, yeah, I mean, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to get in some little details about the movie. So basically they get, they, they're going there. The kid fucking steps in the bear trap, which is like. That is an intense scene. If that was my son. You would have killed him. I would have no, fucking snuffed she, him out she, so quick. Oh my God, but that poor kid. Imagine how bad that hurt. Yeah, but it's stupid. Yeah. Because here's my problem with the movie, even though we just started talking about it. <laughs> What's your problem with the movie? There's, I, I, I did, I didn't, I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed this movie. In the movie you theater. enjoyed it, yeah. It's yeah. great, yeah. It's great. But it's just like, there's things that prevent movies from being like classics, mm -hmm. you know? And there's things that are just like, this is a blockbuster movie, theater movie, popcorn. Yeah. It's just like the weight. And I'm not saying like everything always has to have somebody dying in it for it to have weight, but they needed to have some kind of trauma in here. Nobody fucking dies. No, but there are some near deaths. That's problematic for yeah, me. They do. It's problematic. Near, I mean, but here's the thing. I think the first movie, I like, which one do you like better? This one or the first movie? I, I, I'm honestly, I think they're pretty much equal. I think I like the first movie better just because we didn't really know what we were getting into when we went into it. You know, we were like, it yeah, was like well, a, it was a new experience, yeah, right? Like this, this silent movie kind of thing. But I think this movie makes up for it in ways that the, it's different. That the first movie can't. It has a different because feel to it. Because you already it. had that established. Yes. You can do other things. Yeah. I did like cutting back to the beginning of the movie when they show the fucking, uh, you find out that like basically these creatures came from outer space yes. riding like the remnants of like an, of like a exploded planet. Yeah. And they when show, you see they, it they, coming you down, see the meter. Yes. it's really fucking ominous looking, yeah. and I love that. Yeah, I fucking love that. It gave me a fucking hard on yeah. in the theater. I love seeing post apocalyptic shit like that. If I opened up the front door and I saw that, 
I would say, Steph, finish me. Come down here and finish me on the front, our front step. Before the aliens come. Yeah, before. And then and be quiet about it, too. Because I'm not trying to get fucking tackled. Didn't you feel like in the first movie, too, there was this more immediate threat when somebody made a mo- noise? It did seem that way, I think, that they were there like in a split second. Yeah, always. But maybe if there's less of them. Are there less of them now? No, they didn't really I say that. I mean, um, right, because they did have time, right? When they, after they set off this because boob, they, the booby trap. Because time hasn't. It hasn't been that, right. It's, it's not that it's long. Continuation, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, they get to this this factory. I don't know what it is, and they find out that the survivor there is Killian Murphy's character Emmett, who so was Cillian actually Murphy. Killian, who was a good friend of theirs pre pre alien invasion. Pre com. Yeah. I was gonna say pre pandemic, but it's not a pandemic. Um, and he's just like, isn't it though? I mean, sure, isn't but it's it? not a viral pandemic. Some people listen. Some people want to take the vaccine. <laughs> some people want to hang out on the docks and some people and want to take horse dewormers no they want to hang out on the docks and use children as bait and eat people to Were they lure... eating people? yeah i mean you assume right there's always cannibals you, you assume always cannibals you... post well, this is what you think post-apocalyptic cannibals first of all there's no reason to resort to cannibalism the world has only been ended for a couple <laughs> i think they say a couple years right yeah At it hasn't point, been that long yeah there's st- there's still food around guys yeah just relax with eating people, okay? <laughs> you can at I least know. find go to a. You know how much like. Also, they live in a at a port. They can just fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fishing is loud though when the fish is floppity flopping. But what you find out later, they can't. Well, the aliens can't swim. They can't swim, so you could be out there on a rowboat yeah. just fishing your yeah. brains out. So anyway, they get to Emmett, and he's just like, "Fuck no, I'm not helping you." But then the girl, the door. What they find out is there's a radio transmission of the song. Somewhere by the sea. Frank right? Sinatra. It's not Frank Sinatra. So they, <laughs> they I'll meet you there down by the that sea. That was beyond the sea. That's what it was beyond the sea. When you so, stand on the bay, the, it's kinda stinky. The daughter is the only one who puts two and two together and figures out that like This is a signal that survivors are sending out to like help people to help them find this island and fucking be safe somebody right? clean up these so- <laughs> crab husks they are stinking up the beach so she- <laughs> you're a crooner that's yeah. what you are i could be a crooner you could be a crooner. industrial crooner oh oh, oh. Bop-bop, play them electric tunes fuck skin leonard's industrial boom so anyway she's the only one that figures this out and she's like well if no one's going to help me find this these survivors i'm going to go on my own and remember she's deaf guys so she remember. leaves she lives in the, do you remember do you remember she leaves she, she leaves in the middle of the night and they wake up and mom's like Emmett, you have to save her so he goes and he does save her because she's about to get killed Damn, are you doing the whole beep no beep? no no so anyway they they get the, <laughs> they, go to, they go to this port they go to this port and they're survivors You're cannibals. You're doing the beat by beat, bro. They end up finding a boat, getting to an island where all the people are, and they real they find out that guess what? The government knew that they they the always aliens know. couldn't swim, and they were gonna get all these people to the island to save them. But then guess what? People were shitty and ruined it for everybody. So like five people were saved. Yeah, but isn't there a part? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Isn't there a part? Yeah. In the first movie, uh-huh. where you see the creature swimming. No, I don't remember that. In the water, when the fucking room fills with water. But it wasn't deep enough to be swimming Steph, for real. They show it swimming. Oh, I don't know. Squiggly swimming. Dude, I don't remember this. Don't try to retcon, bro. <laughs> don't try to rewrite the script. I Halper. mean, if they can walk, here's the thing. It was not deep enough that it couldn't stand. But it was making a swimming motion I like mean, a snake. You could walk and then move your arms in a swimming motion. I call bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit. I don't know. 
Anyway. I did like that. They couldn't swim. Because if I would have, if they would have CGI showed me one of these creatures swimming. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That bitch in front of me would have got kicked in the back of the head. When she was eating her popcorn and hot dogs. <laughs> if you're getting popcorn, get popcorn. If you're getting a hot dog, get a hot dog. Don't get them both. You don't need to eat popcorn, hot dog, chocolate. What about a hot dog and nachos? Why don't you calm the fuck down? <laughs> why, or why didn't you just... Why didn't you just yeah. get a Ziploc bag, put a hot dog in it, melt some chocolate, put it in there, fucking freeze it, then bring your own chocolate-covered hot dog to the movies. Yeah. Ew. Because It'd be so melty. That's what she was eating. That'd be so melty, though. It was just fucking... What does her poopy look like? So, anyway, I mean, the whole point of this story is that the parents save the day in the first movie, the kids save the day in this movie... She, the daughter uses her little, corny. her little trick of you, you know, the feedback from her does. cochlear implant hearing aid thing with a radio and, and she like, saves the day. Well, that was her whole point. She wanted to be able to transmit that over the radio so Transmiss. that everybody could use that as a weapon. Yeah. And she succeeds. Free for all. I mean, she at least succeeds for herself and her, for her mom she and her didn't brother. She try to a baby brother. monopolize it, yeah. which is what I would have did. I mean, trademark it. I would have made that device. And ratchet up that price 400 then times make that device start making qvc commercials <laughs> with me on it jesse's got the ear buster 2000 set it and forget it set it and forget it and then you'll be not regretting it yeah i don't know what's I mean, that guy's name he just died i don't remember his yeah, name it was he re- died he's from chicago i believe because like- dj intel posted about him and i think he was Bro. a he looked, Chicago looked like someone set and forgot his face in the oven. Yeah. Because that shit was, was like rotisseried? parchment. <laughs> it was dried that, out rotisserie. That ball had a dead sea scroll face. Yeah. <laughs> he, he looked like his face looked like straight up kelp. Yeah. Fucking so I mean, scraggly. I'm just like, I feel like I've thrown out facts about that, but I don't know if it's true, but I think so. Yeah, we'll say he's dead. I recall. Cool. This movie's like watching uh, somebody play Left, Last of Us 2 is what, I, yeah. is what I got from it, which I, is not a bad thing. No, and I really, I do enjoy, I, li- I enjoy the whole like them traveling and seeing these like desolate like um, yeah. landscapes and stuff. Very little in the way of story, but that's not what I want with yeah, this. I want to like, sit exactly. there. I want to watch the stuff come yeah. and be happening. I want to watch the girl think off her ear thing and blow away the aliens. Yeah, that's what I want to see too. And I want Killian Murphy to just be his great self. I liked, and I thought it was pretty cool how they did the flashback to the first movie, but the kid in the first movie was older in the flashback than he was in the first movie. <laughs> I thought it was cool how they did that. I was wondering. I mean, kids age quickly, as we will discuss later. My problem with it mostly was like women always need another man to save the day, especially Emily Blunt, because she's too busy putting on her post-apocalyptic makeup twenty-four-seven. She looks fabulous in this movie, but also she did just birth a baby. That give her a break. This is what I would say if I was director and I was on set. Oh, like her husband? If you were her husband director? No, if I was looking at her (laughs) after she came out of makeup, and I would say, no, 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 you make this bitch look burnt. Take her back. I don't think she looks burnt ever. No, but that's she what I'm saying. Great. It's a post-apocalyptic movie. No. Make her sh- sweaty. She just looks great. Make her fucking look tired because this fucking stupid baby won't shut the fuck up. That's crying all the time. You have to put you it in a casket. You put it in a box with, with the oxygen. Yeah. You can you Walk imagine? In a box. You, she would, you would, Steph, you can't sleep on like the vest night. Imagine if you had to carry a fucking screaming f- like time bomb in a box with oxygen that could kill you at any moment, you would never sleep. You would just be, you would have nut sacks under your eyes. You, you're, these nut sacks that were hanging under your eyes look like, each one looks like Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> and has its own personality. Wait, wasn't Emily Blunt in the the Wolfman movie with Benicio del Toro? Ben, Benicio. 
I think she that was. Movie? Oh, don't she get, was pretty, that, pretty sure she was in that. Please don't get me started on that movie. Okay, we won't talk about it's it. A, Let's forget about it. It's a Let's forget, sore topic for Let's forget it exists. Because people like to defend that movie because Rick Baker's in it, but I'm going to be the first to tell you. And I don't need, know who, who needs to hear this. Probably the same people wearing tie-dye t-shirts. That shit's corny. <laughs> Everyone wears tie-dye now. Corny. Making a comeback. I don't need to know who, who needs to hear it. Take them bell bottoms back. Get your money back, okay? <laughs> Not it's not it's not a look. <laughs> All right, what's up next? Well, Jess? no. What? And there's also too much so, back and forth with fucking. I know. Uh, you see, you hated that there were these tr- two simultaneous stories going on. He's trying to do this, but I appreciated it. I liked to, it. I like it. I like it when it doesn't feel manufactured. I enjoyed it. I guess it's fine. Yeah, I, I like that both of the endings culminated at the same time. Like it was, you know, simultaneous. I I appreciated that. Yeah, and that's all I'm gonna say. Too much time with Emily Blunt applying her makeup <laughs> i wish her name was i wish her name was emily philly blunt yeah and she had and she looked desiccated and just disgusting her face oh, looked like man. fermented tobacco and i would still hold her hand in public yeah well of course because she's fucking gorgeous she is gorgeous even how lucky you could do John anything Krasinski. to her and Jim i would Halpert. still be married to her you could cut off her arm <laughs> even if emily blunt had no legs i would still be like in public, I would show people my... Well, because that's what you do when you love somebody. Yeah. Even if they have no legs. So I'm trying to say, I love her. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> if we were in like, you know, if we were in the checkout line at Pathmark... What if you were on the River Wild, though? Getting groceries, and I was like, I would be like, this no-legged bitch is my wife. <laughs> Just so oh you God. know, this wow. is the ring. That's Emily Blunt. Oh, man. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Do you I, love her? I love her forever. I mean, I think she's great. I do. I love her. She's like... I'm not going to say she's Chloe Sevigny because that's my forever. But she's close. That's my ride or die, as yeah. you would say. Steph. Yeah. I never say that. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, oh, I, I like I like Regan and, and Emmett's story arc better. Though. Yeah. The 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 well, deck chick. Well, that's fun. That's um, more. It, yeah. I, I enjoy I enjoy that part too. And I did think the kids, little kids, see, and that was a misfire. But I thought when they show the little kids at oh. one point, they're using these kids as bait. Yeah. I thought those little kids' mouths were sewn up. Until, so they, we, until so they, we rewatched so it. So they couldn't yeah. scream. And I was yeah. like, yo, that's dark as shit. I was like, you didn't see that stuff? But it was just like... The shadow. Some grass. Because <laughs> our kids are eating grass. Yeah. Because they're hungry. I don't know. I, I, well, I was oh, disappointed. Wait, I was wait disappointed. we didn't talk about who, the, who was the leader of the cannibal group. Oh, Malcolm McDougal's. What is his name? Oh my god, wait, I wrote it Dunstan down. Dunstan checks in. Holy crap. What the, what the guy's Scoot doing? McNary. Oh, Scoot. Scoot, I didn't recognize Scoot. Scooty. Listen, if you guys don't know who Scoot McNary is, he was in fucking Fargo oh. season two. And listen. Right? Was it season two? I didn't, Holy we, shit. We didn't watch the newest season of Fargo with uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Rock, Rock yeah. but I can just say every other season besides the new one because I hadn't seen it yet. So good. Is a 10. Man. And Scoot McNary, bruh, you want to be on this podcast? <laughs> Call love, me up. I love Scoot Slide McNary. Slide in my DMs, Scoot. <laughs> I don't interview people, but I would make an exception on your case. Yeah, only for Scoot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would say I recommend it. Oh, it but great, hell yeah, great, watch great, it. We watched it twice. I mean, I thought it was, it was still enjoyable the second time we watched it at home. Yeah, it's a good creature yeah. feature. Oh, yeah. You know, I, 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 you know what's cool? And to me, I, I, I appreciate this too, because it's like, he could do whatever the fuck he wants at this point, you know? Uh, Jim Halpert. Yeah. <laughs> what his name is. Yeah. Jim John, John Krasinski. John Krasinski. He can do whatever he wants, you know? But I mean, like, I know he made a ton of movie, a ton of money off this, you know, still, but like to make like a horror movie for your first uh, movie, I like him. Yeah. I got to like him, you know? Well, also because he went from doing dude. a comedy show, right? Yeah. To like directing a horror movie. I don't know. I mean, so it's pretty I great. So I just wish, I hope he gets like. I hope he keeps doing it. I hope he gets like three more infinite pools. 
for his six <laughs> other houses. <laughs> for Emily uh, Blunt. Is what I hope. For his wife. Yeah, because, listen, man, guys, do an OnlyFans. I know OnlyFans has taken away the they're, porno. They are. But they'll go back to it because... Because they're going to fucking have nothing. Yeah. Once, what, what is OnlyFans? Once, once their monthly charges comes in <laughs> and it's like, we ma- what did we make last month? 10 million. What, what did we make? What did we make this month? hundred dollars yeah like what are they going i don't well, understand well, i don't understand what changed you took the pussy away <laughs> yeah. okay the pussy's the money also guys i'm gonna be the first to tell you if you have like a you know sex worker that you did you dig pay for their services on uh only you know or find where they're going after yeah. this i support, find a way to support them yeah there's an awesome way for people to make money and stick it to the man exactly all right so i'll talk about the next movie okay. here oh god yes Yes, Brendan. Brendan! Oh man, this movie—I didn't even get to watch it, so I am—I uh, am excited. I'm glad because actually, it's I saw fun, the end of it. It'd be fun to explain. That's to all you. I saw. Passion of Darkly Noon from 1995, starring Brendan Fraser in his weirdest role ever, I must say. Uh, Ashley Judd, who's deciding not to shave her armpits, <laughs> which I'm not judging her. It's I'm cool. just, it's just a choice. But you, you know? are though. A no, little bit. I don't. I mean, still. If I, I grow out my armpit hair, how would you feel about that? I mean, uh, listen. You wouldn't like it. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't like it. No. But I mean, also, it's just like <laughs> armpit hair, you know? Good. I'm doing it. Fine. Okay. I mean, fine. It's, Steph, as long as you're still like giving my penis lickery kisses, there's not much I wouldn't tell you you couldn't do. Except Growing for, out my leg hair, too. Stuff in my butt. <laughs> uh, Vigo Morton Scrotes is in this oh, also. Yeah, no dialogue, though, because guess what, guys? He's a mute. I don't know what that noise was. I don't know what that... You were doing... That was... That was a holdover from uh, Good Mythical Morning. Oh, morning. it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It definitely was. Speaking of Brendan, Brendan, Frendin Brazier. Frendin Brazier. Oh, my God. Frendin Brazier. Dude has embraced his Klondike bar body. Oh, he's a bad dad now. As you were saying. Is he a dad? I and think I'm he's not, not fat-chaining him because I actually like it. I think he's got, like, now he has, like, this... St- he always had, like, he was imposing dude, like, big. Yeah. That's why I, like, compare him to Peter Steele is he, also. Like, is he tall? He's like six eight. No, he's not. He's like seven one. It's probably your height. I'm gonna he's look got it up. the stature and build of a <laughs> professional grizzly bear. Like he hunts the salmon. He goes to. Can you imagine him? Do you know he was a Canadian. Can you imagine him in in Alaska? Canadian American. Say you're say you're on a cruise and you're like, oh, today we stop off at the Alaskan Brendan Fraser glacier and, <laughs> and you go there and you're like oh why is it called brendan fraser glacier and you're like because this glacier melts and it forms this river and if you look over in that river there's brendan fraser naked eating salmon and it's, <laughs> salmon. And it's just him eating all okay. the roe is all spilling out of his mouth just smeared okay so smeared. i'm gonna tell you that you're so wrong about him because he's actually shorter than you how tall is he six two and a half okay that's still big He's, he's still big dude, but he's shorter than you. My point is, we call him the Bear Claw. He's hefty. He's a wrestler. We call him the Bear Claw. He comes out covered in donut glaze, and his moves are all based on pastries, like the apple fritter finisher. Mm-hmm. And he puts his, <laughs> he puts, yeah, he puts your head between his legs, but your face is up, so it's right on his stotch. Oh, oh the, right. the face is right on his. Your your face is right on his stinky stotch. Uh huh. You smell it. That's his apple apple fritter finisher okay and then he farts in your mouth which doesn't smell like an apple fritter whatsoever farts apples give me gas though yeah but they don't smell like apples not when, not, not when they come out that way <laughs> no. no in apple out it's like it's like it's still like an apple but like covered in shit yeah so poop, it's a poop apple yeah 
It's a crapple. <laughs> it's, a, it's a crapple. And I'll be here all night. I'm going to be here all night. Uh, oh, speaking of, speaking of this big ball, yeah, the whales coming out, directed by oh, Darren Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Starring Brendan Fraser playing a 600-pound man trying to reconnect with his estranged daughter. And the thing that's weird about this is, and it makes me think that Darren's just slowly huffing again. Oh, he is a fart smeller. We know this. This is adapted from a book. Number one, Moby Dick. Right. Which is about a whale. No. Isn't it? It is. But then this guy made another story called Moby Dick about a 600 pound man. So I'm thinking it's it's supposed to be shadowing that. Oh, right, right. Okay. But like in like, and guess who's releasing it? A24. A24 is releasing it. (laughs) All the farts. Speaking of. Give me the farts. What's that one with um, our chick from uh, from, Prometheus? Oh, no, no, no me rapace? Yeah. And she's in that A24 with the little lamb. Oh, yeah. Is it called the lamb? I think it is. Something like that. Holy shit. It looks crazy. That trailer is fucking amazing. I want to see that movie. That trailer is a 10. Because you see The way they introduce it. Revenge of Billy the Kid. It's the best though. The holding the hand. Walking in the field. And he's got a little little rain jacket on. I love it. Oh my God. He's walking. I can't fucking wait to watch that movie. I I hope it's good. I feel like it's probably going to disappoint because my expectations are so high. Same. It's fine. I don't think the world is ready for like Aronofsky and A24, the malodorous effluvium that's about to be birthed into our atmosphere yeah. remember when uh wait didn't he did he direct the the, the fountain let me finish his thought yeah he did fuck remember that what farts. you remember you're familiar with brundlefly yes you know oh i'm familiar well it's like Thank aronofsky you. got put in a pod <laughs> with a strand of ari aster's ass hair yeah yeah and he's now he's called aronofster <laughs> <laughs> and he's like looking in the mirror and his teeth are falling oh, out and nice. when he pulls out his teeth when when, he, when aronofsky's pulling out his tooth it's actually like a whole Ari Aster that's uh-huh. coming out of his oh, teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. So each, each one of his teeth yeah. are like an Ari Aster torso with uh, arms. Okay. And, but no legs. I'm into that. And they're just coming out like... <laughs> and then he has to feed the little Ari Asters. Oh he has my to God. feed everyone little crumbs that they eat, and that's how he eats. Yeah. That's I'm, my movie. I appreciate that. That's my A twenty four movie. See, I got love looking back at Aronofsky's movies because I mean I did I've, I have loved so many of his movies. Right. Right. Yeah. Black Swan, Requiem for a Dream, The Wrestler. Holy fuck, The Wrestler. Yeah. Goddamn, that movie's so that's good. That's a goodie. But you know, mm, I mean, I like The Fountain a lot, but like Pie, me, eh, me. That's all. I'll that say sounds about like a that. little tooth that's made of Ariaster eating Man. eating coffee crumb cake. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the surreal plot of this movie yeah, please so, tell, tell us all darkly noon brendan fraser whose name comes from a bible passage is a young man who spent his entire life as a member of an ultra conservative christian cult by the way this movie seems like it's an a24 movie made in the 90s yeah which is very strange very strange because i use it's like one of those movies that's weird but you don't know if the weirdness is self-aware or not after a violent incident in which the cult is dissolved and Darkly's parents die, a disoriented Darkly wanders into a forest in the Appalachian region of North Carolina. He is rescued from exhaustion by a coffin transporter named Jude and his friend who doesn't shave her armpits. <laughs> Jude leaves Darkly in Carrie's care. She's the one who doesn't want to shave her armpits. As Callie nurses him back to health, Darkly becomes frustrated by the conflict between his religious past and his attraction to his new companion. At one point, He's watching her. She lets him like sleep in like her barn, 
and he's watching her change and he's jerking off oh, looking through a hole in the barn boy. and it's like a long scene he's like is he speaking tongues no but it sounds like he sounds like he's doing Adoué Dembilla to his dick give me the power I beg of you and then he splooges everywhere his frustration intensifies when Vigo Mortenscroats comes home and Darkly's inner turmoil further builds after he encounters Clay's mother, who is the chick Grace Zabridsky, who despises the relationship between Clay and Callie. It's like Viggo Morgenskrotz's mom lives out in the woods in like this trailer, and she's like, she's a witch. So she starts telling like Darkly oh. Noon, Brenda Fraser, like she's a witch, and she's got Viggo Morgenskrotz entranced. Um, don't go over there, and he starts believing her. So despite his d- detached behavior, Darkly becomes good friends with Jude. One day, Darkly discovers a giant shoe on the river, and when Roxy's dog dies, they place the body in the shoe and set it on fire as a floating funeral pyre. Viking it's like, funeral. It's a weird fucking scene. <laughs> yeah. He goes there to visit this old bitch who's Viggo Morton scrotes his mom, and she's like, my dog's dead. They go to the river, they put it in this shoe, no explanation, yeah. push it off into the river and lay it on fire. <laughs> I was like, that's how I want to die, but in my VHS tomb. Yeah. <laughs> Jude proposes that he and Darkly move away to live together. Darkly agrees, and Jude leaves with plans to return for Darkly. Overcome with loneliness, Roxy commits suicide. Holy shit. After finding Roxy's body, Darkly hallucinates that his dead parents are telling him to kill Callie. Now, thoroughly unhinged, Darkly wraps himself in barbed wire, paints himself red, and arms himself with one of Clay's chisels. He bursts into Callie and Clay's house, intent on murdering the couple, whom he discovers having sex. During their horrific attack, a fire starts, which quickly burns down the house. Jude arrives and sees the Inferno, rifle in hand. Jude enters the rest to rescue Callie and Clay. Um, Jude is the one, the, the coffin transporter, by the way. When Callie tells Darkly that she loves him, Darkly hesitates, still giving Jude the opportunity to shoot him. Who will love me now? Are Darkly's last words as he dies in Callie's arms. <laughs> the next morning, while Callie, Clay, and Jude view the ruins of their home, a family circus yes. arrive. They claim to have lost all their supplies and ask anyone if they have seen a giant shoe. The group decides to go for help together. One of the children gives Callie a shoe which resembles the giant shoe. What the fuck? Yes. What the fuck? Dude? So weird. Strange. It is so weird. I know. I, I only caught the ending of that and I was like, I have, what is happening in this movie? movie is <laughs> fucking so weird. So weird in the best ways possible. Yeah. It's free on Prime. So check that shit out. Man. It's like one of those movies that like, you're like, it how, wasn't, did, how did this get made? Well, it wasn't a bad time in his career. No. So it was like, he, maybe he was like, I just want to do something different. I and guess. then he just was like on board. It's not a, I don't want to, it's not a bad movie. It's just, it's surreal. Yeah. It's fucking surreal. And it does feel like an A24 movie, like Fartsmon movie. Yeah. But also very 90s, man. Very, very 90s. <laughs> Recommend. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to have to make time to actually watch the whole thing because I feel like I'm missing out. All right. So next I'm going to talk about Nobody, another new movie. This is from 2021. Um, HBO Max, was it? Yeah, I can't remember. The picture of Maybe it's on Prime. I'm not sure. Bob but. Odenkirk getting... Oh. Yo, Bob Odenkirk is like... Decimated. But he's like in shape in this movie. Like, I feel like he's like a regular dude, but then this movie, he was like thin and like in shape. You think? Yeah, I mean, he's always been a thin dude. Yeah, yeah he looks, but his he face looks is like thinner. He, 
think he got a tread. No, his face may, is, he got a recumbent bike. His face is a little gone. He got a recumbent yeah, bike. Yeah, but I think we talked about it before where he, I mentioned that he apparently trained for two years for this movie. Yeah, it's great. It is. Okay. But I think, but I think Bob Odenkirk is like severely underrated. Dude. Oh, he's so he's great. He's amazing. Like, he's the kind of guy that like has way more talent than like half of yeah. Hollywood, and like does nobody like he's in Better Call Saul, obviously, yes. and he's in like you know a ton of other things. Yeah. Because but I think but he could do it all, right? He could do comedy. I he feel could... like he's got chops, yes. man. Like this I, movie proves it. And I would love to see him in a fucking horror movie, yeah. like like a good horror movie. Like, cause he's got like this, he's got this like charisma about him where it's not like as flamboyant as Bruce Campbell. Right. But it, it it's like Bruce Campbell with like a dirty edge <laughs> that Bruce Campbell could never acquire. Yeah. You know? Cause like Bruce Campbell's very like, it's like. He's very comical. It's like, like a candy apple. Yeah. 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 You know? <laughs> he's a candy apple. No, it's like, but like Bruce, uh, Bob Odenkirk's like, he's like a candy apple, but it's like soaked in fucking methamphetamines. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why I love this movie. Yeah. What's it about? So this movie, so directed by, uh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, Ilya Nashuller. Um, he directed Hardcore Henry, which I never saw that movie. I think you watched it, didn't you? I can't watch. I couldn't watch it. it. Got, it's like made first, you nauseous? Yeah, it's yeah. first person. It's got my ball from District 9 in it, so I thought I would like it. Uh, and I wanted to watch it, but like, I can't do this first person. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to be able to play first person shooters all fucking day. No problems. And then, and, I turned the thir- and then I turned 30 years old <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to throw up. And then I, then I got well, sick all over myself playing <laughs> the game. And now I try to play a video game like that. And it literally, like before it would take me like at least like an hour yeah. for that to happen. Now, it's immediately like immediate. I, st- I, I press play and I projectile vomit <laughs> everywhere. Well, I mean, it's even movies that have like that shaky cam thing going oh, on. Oh, because we tried to watch. 28 weeks later. And you were like, I can't. I couldn't fucking watch yeah. it. But also, do you remember we went to the movies also, to that see? Also, movie, that movie does not hold it's up what we did watch. No, it wasn't Holy good. Holy fuck. I mean, I, I thought I liked that movie because when it came out, I watched it and I was yeah. like, this movie's garbage. Yeah. I mean, Robert Carlyle is amazing and everything, but it just like feels very Robert Carlyle feels like my dad because he also has no <laughs> lips. Yeah. So it's like we're lipless men. Just, it's <laughs> hard I, to eat. People don't understand it when you eat something that has like a little liquid. Yeah. You don't have a, you don't have like a precipice to hold the liquid back. It just comes out. Comes out of the cr- corner of your mouth. So what happens when you go to the dentist and you're all numbed up? Are you drooling all over yourself oh, constantly? You know that's true. Because <laughs> when I got my wisdom teeth pulled, I was. Oh, you were a fucking comedian when you got your wisdom teeth. I pulled. was pulling. Uh, I was pulling. You were. They didn't. They gave me like two little gauze. Yeah. And I, and we had to like drive like 35 minutes back to our place, but then we had to stop at CVS to get first. Your scripts. Yeah. And but like five minutes in the car I was like, okay, too much the blood, too much blood. And so like I'm holding it, I'm holding it. And Steph's like just hold it until we get to CVS. You can spit it out. And I have anything to spit it in. So Steph stops the CVS, parks it, I opened up the side of the thing and I just spit like four pints of blood yeah. out of my mouth and I looked up and this little old lady was looking at me Horrified. like well, I was gonna say, do you remember when we went to the theater to see District Nine, and you were like, "Oh, I think we have to leave." I was gonna throw up. Yeah, you were gonna. You were about to get yeah, sick. Yeah, see, that was it. Yeah, that, yeah. It, but we made it through because we yeah. passed. That's an. That was a very specific time of filmmaking where they could thought they could do that. Yeah, but I think in like the second. Um, in the sec- in 28 weeks later, they're trying to emulate that 28 days later thing where like... But not in a good way. When that movie came in, it was touted like, oh, this is great because it's filmed on an iPhone, right? 
but he but it's Danny Boyle. So yeah. homeboys like wrote, he knows what he's doing. Motherfucker wrote the book. Yeah. All right. On like you know everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, 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 he manages to make it look good. Yeah. But this is like Steph kept saying like. Why the fuck are they so close to everybody's face? Oh, it's not good. And I never noticed that until you said that. It was like when it was like when Melissa says it often when I'm really high on the podcast, she'll be like, whoa, 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 slow down, Jess. Yeah. You're talking too fast. You have wombat face and you're talking fast. And I'll listen to it when I'm editing it, <laughs> and I'm like, she's right. I sound fucking insane. And somebody actually sent me a message saying, I thought I was listening to the podcast in 1.5 speed. <laughs> Until everyone else talked and they were fine. Because you were talking so fast <laughs> and it was really normal speed. And I'm like, man, but I don't feel like I talk like that here. I think like when we're in You the, get excited because you have an audience. It's like when you take your dog to the park and there's other dogs yeah. and your dog gets real excited. That's yeah. how I am with other people. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when I'm sitting on my couch when it's just me and Steph, I, I, don't, I don't say like two words. Yeah. But then when I'm like around other fine. people, I just start spraying piss uh-huh. and like my red rocket, co- my red rocket comes out. <laughs> I'm just running around John's house, knocking cups off of tables with my little erection. Oh my God. Your little lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So this movie, it's okay. So it's starring Bob Odenkirk, but we have Connie Nielsen, which you, you would know her Who from um, Gladiator. Mm. She was the chicken gladiator. I don't know what that, that is. Russell Crowe was like, I, I want to be that, in love. That's a movie with, with fucking um, Joaquin Phoenix was like, I'm going to be banging my sister. Are you not entertained? <laughs> and they're like, and then he looks over at the cleft palate guy and he's like, thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> Joaquin, AKA Joaquin Phoenix. And then the guy, the, Oliver Reed. Oh yeah. I forgot like, he was in that. Fucking tour de force. He is. And his last movie. That movie's great. Before he drank himself to death. That's how I imagine Ben dying, but like Ben, like Ben is definitely going to die with alcohol, but it's not going to be cool like Oliver Reed, like in a bar drinking with sailors. Ben's going to drink too much and just trip on a curb and hit his head on like a fucking like Plymouth Reliant bumper yeah. and have a massive... Are there bl- Plymouth Reliants just out in the public? Like? He's going to have a massive bleed. Okay. <laughs> brain, he's going to have a brain bleed. <laughs> oh my God. Hopefully not. And hopefully not anytime soon because Ben's young. Yeah. But I'll, but what I'll do is like while he's dying, you'll I'll, pull, you'll pull out a twenty, pour out a twenty-four. Yeah, and I'll put a twenty, a, a pour out a twenty, man dog twenty twenty is what I meant. I'll pull out, I'll, <laughs> I'll pull out a twenty, and I'll throw, or pour out a forty, and I'll say this is what you're worth to me, and I'll, and I'll crumple <laughs> it on his face, <laughs> shove it in his pants, <laughs> and I'll throw it in his face, and then I'll, and um, I'll, I'll do it on Instagram live. Yeah. <laughs> so also Christopher Lloyd, who's oh, yeah. fucking amazing in this. Look at he's got dude. His ears look like dinner plates full yeah, of Texas toast. He is so old. I so love it. So buttery. He's, yeah. He's fucking, he's gangly now. Why? But like we talk about all the time, why do old men's ears, certain keep, old men's ears. They just ears, keep growing. Ben's going to have ears like you that. You are going to have ears no, like that. We're going to no, start no, documenting no, no. every year on your birthday. I'm going to take a picture I'm, of your ears. I might have some hairy ears, <laughs> but I don't think they're going to get big. The hair's coming. It's a certain dude who like, it's a guy who has an Adam's apple. Oh, that but you don't to. have one. No, yeah. I don't. I don't have an Adam's apple. That's well, right. Wait, does Christopher Lloyd have an Adam's apple? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Looks like a little Marty's down there. Like he, sw- like he was a snake and he swallowed Marty McFly. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Also, Michael Ironside. Oh, dude. Michael Ironside in this movie, he can't even shop at Big and Tall anymore. He's got to <laughs> shop at Huge and Gigantic. <laughs> he's fucking so oh, fat. Oh my God. Yeah. He's a big I dude. feel bad though because I know he's like sick with yeah. some, like he has eight. cancer. He has he? like so many cancers. Oh. Right now, like like sixteen cancers, and when you have like, but more, he's still alive. That you, keeps surprising me. People don't talk about this, but like 
it's known in like the scientific and health like oh, care community. Like when you have cancers, uh-huh. they tag team your like your good cells. So like, oh, is that how that works? Yeah, it's not like a regular match. It's like a Wait, tag team match. I feel like whenever you say something that's ridiculous, I'm just going to say hydroxychloroquine. Like, like how we say tangerine. Like when one like, hydroxychloroquine when one cancer gets tired. <laughs> He slaps the other cancer's hand. Yeah, he tags out. And then colon cancer Uh comes in and starts ramming your ass. Yeah. And then your fucking white blood cells are like, we got to get that ass cancer out of here. And ass cancer's almost dead. Slaps them. And then fucking brain cancer comes in. It's crazy. It's like you almost, you can't win. It's like fucking steel cage match. (laughs) Barbar. And then finally, uh, the RZA is also in this. The RZA looks fully baked. Yeah, like, I mean, always. He's definitely right? still smoking. Oh. I also think Christopher Lloyd's smoking, but more for his glaucoma. Yeah, probably. Because when he looks at the camera, his does he eye, have eyes? His eyes look like <laughs> like anytime you took a picture in the '90s and someone had red eye. Yeah. that's what fucking Christopher Lloyd looks like. Uh, um. So basically, like I, 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 mean, to, I mean, apparently this movie's about Bob Odenkirk. I have to say that going into this movie, though, I thought it was going to be. I had an idea of what I thought this movie was, and it wasn't quite that idea. Um, so basically, you're introduced to Hutch, and you feel like he's this normal guy, right? He's got like a wife, he's he, got kids, he goes to the same job every day. And they find out that like, apparently, this fucking thing crashed in a jungle, and he has to go down to the jungle to kill it. That's not what happens. Oh, that's Dutch. Yeah, that's that's Dutch. Predator. <laughs> um, so you kind of like you, he seems like just like a pushover, like just this like this mild mannered fucking dude from the suburbs. But then you but start then you to find get, out it's all facade, right? Because you start to get these little hints of like <laughs> as, as facade, John, as John would say. But um, it's actually facade. So but, people, but John so says facade. Two thieves break, break into his house one night and. <laughs> He basically like fights them off and is about to like just beat the shit out of That's one of them. That's the best scene in the whole movie. It's so good, and then That's he stops I, and he he doesn't do it. And I then, think that was like you talking about the one on the bus. No, no, no. I didn't get there. The, oh. the, the initial break in oh, his the initial, house. Yeah, yeah, the initial one where he like lets them go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then his whole family is like, "You're a fucking punk." you didn't why didn't you do yeah. anything he's like i ain't no trick yeah the dad because he's like here take our just take our money and go so they take the money they leave the son gets punched in the face even the cops who show up are like you're a punk dude well you're a punk why'd you let them this leave he's like wish master it's like yeah. don't wish for your husband to be a badass because when you find out that he is one it's like the monkey's paw. But the thing is, she knew about it. She the, knew about his previous life. Okay, so the anyway, paw. he so then he like okay, so then he finds out the monkey's paw paw, which is find, his he, grandfather. He deals with all of this, and then he finds out that his daughter's cap bracelet was Hi, is missing. I'm your I'm your grandfather, monkey boy. <laughs> and he's like, the fucking thieves have the bracelet. So he's like, fuck Bro, this. Are you doing this beat his, by no, beats for all not, these movies? But this is his moment. You do this every this time. This is no. his moment. This is, and, and he hears like this. And then he looks in the corner and Dr. Dre's like studio is fully yes, set up. He's got the beats ready. And he's like, you got to lose yourself in the music. The moment you own it, you got to never let it go. And he just no. starts kicking baby's teeth out of their face holes. So there, like you mentioned, there's this scene where he's on the bus. And he has at this point, you could see the rage is building. Okay, in this him. is the best scene. And he, these fucking, like these fucking loser guys, whatever they are, like tough guys, get on the bus and they're just jerks. And he's like, "This is my moment." You see it click right yeah, in his head. He does he's say like, that. He's like, "You know what? I'm gonna kill me some jerks." And he does. First of all, these guys are way more than they, jerks. They're about. To, Steph, they're like Russian fucking mafia. They're about to rape a woman. They are. Steph, I know you're living in Philadelphia, <laughs> 
and and you see like men trying to rape women on the bus all the time and you're like well those guys are jerks that's not what the average person no. thinks they think maybe i should call the police yes okay i don't mean that they're just jerks but they're like just tough guys right they're just trying to be like oh. intimidating anyway ba- basically and then they a, start like harassing this woman what steph's trying to say is it's the same people that went to woodstock 1999 yes, exactly and we're like when is limp b when is limpy b <laughs> coming out here where's my friend nurse because i'm about to get my chainsaw ready <laughs> skin your ass raw because i'm about to skin their ass dude remember yeah. when they were showing these idiot frat boys jumping off the porta potties into poop water they were they and were like, like this is the best and you're like that's shit I'm, I'm like reptile brains yes every single one yes. of y'alls covered in feeks man you should have been just residual <laughs> in your daddy's sock yes <laughs> so anyway that scene on the bus is intense because he fucking just beats it the is living hell out of everybody that's like the that's my one misgiving with this movie is i feel like that scene sets this level yeah. so high for you it does where you're like oh this is like you, you get an idea it's going to be pretty intense with the opening thing but then this happens and you're like oh it's good this movie's going to be a 10 yeah and then that's kind of like for me at least that was like the peak of the movie like well, there's there's other good parts there are other good scenes but i feel like that's also where it's kind of you feel like you find out there's this other backstory where he has like he worked like in the government and, and he was only, like a cleaner or something and the you thing know? i like about it is it's not like john wick where it's like it's this guy who's incredibly strong right. and can fuck up everybody. No, he gets like severely He does get beat. He, he gets fucking beat up. He gets the shit beat up. But out it's of like him, his but he, rage. But he's also like not affected by pain. Yes. And even though he's getting super fucked up too, he keeps on beating the shit out yeah. of other people as well. That's why I like it so much. Yeah, because he has like this desire to hurt people. Right, he's that's like what a, it is. He's yeah. just like feeds it's almost off like of he's it. like a sociopath, but he's like living this life. It's like a Dexter thing, yeah, isn't it? It is where he's like pretending. Yeah, but I don't think it's like as corny as Dexter. No, where it's it, like he, you definitely like he has given up this previous life to try to be normal, and it's a struggle. And then he just gets to the point where he's like, I can't pretend anymore. I just got to be me. I yeah. got to be me. It's definitely like a, <laughs> it's definitely like that John Wick formula. Yeah. But like, just I think done in a way that's more I appreciate more. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, there are a couple other scenes too. Cause there's another scene in his house where he literally kills like a million people, and then the end, you find out that well, he needs help because he's taken on basically the Russian mafia, and his fucking dad is Christopher Lloyd, oh, and his dad's like coming best. out of retirement yeah, and just and, killing well, motherfuckers. And another cool aspect of the movie is so in the beginning he's kind of talking to this guy, and you don't know. If it's like a voice in his head yes. or if it's like real yeah, or if it's like this, like his conscience or what it right. is. And then you find out that it's real. It's a guy he used to it's, work no, with. It's, it's Riza. his fucking half brother. Oh, Riza is, is his half oh, brother. I totally forgot that part. Well, no, they don't ever talk about that in the movie, but I was reading about it. And I was like, oh, he's his half brother. And so that's their dad. Yeah. And it's, it's Chris Roy. <laughs> yes. And then his... His wife's dad is Michael Ironside. Yeah, Michael Ironside. They're kind of like a side character. Right, because he, well, he ends was, up working for him as like in his normal life. He works for the his wife's father's business. I loved seeing Michael Ironside in it, though. I was yes, so happy. Yeah. I fucking, and Christopher he, Lloyd. Holy he's shit. So, uh, Michael Ironside, no matter what his role, big or small, mm-hmm. I'm so happy he's in the movie. Like, I love, I love like his... I just love him so much. I, like I his really delivery. His he's like, just a yeah. He's just a regular dude. That's why I kind of like. That's why I like this movie. It's not like yeah. oh, I'm an ultra sexy stud like Keanu Reeves. Right. No, I'm no, a regular fucking regular dude. People. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, and then 
That's why I loved him in Turbo Kid <laughs> yes. too, so much too, yeah. Michael Ironside, because it's just he's but great. The end of this movie when you get to see Christopher Lloyd, but he's just fucking gigantic now. Let's just be honest, blowing people away with a shotgun is just it's the best. Yeah, it is great. It is the best. Um, I mean, that's all I'm going to say about this movie. I think. I think uh, you need to watch it. HBO yeah, Max, it's, right? It's really great. I keep saying HBO Max. I don't know. No, we no, it wasn't on HBO <laughs> oh, Max. No, we, we it. watched it. It was on Prime. Yeah, we, we ran it on, on Prime. Prime. It's so fucking good. It's if fun. you're in the mood for just like action, like just watch. I mean, just watching somebody get their Again, ass kicked. It like it like borders this line where it could have been like amazing. Yeah, but it's just it's great. It's great. No, yeah. it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I wish they would have leaned in more where they should have leaned in more. And people watching be like, how are they going to lean in more? I think they could have really went like full exploitation and made it a lot like better. Just, yeah. Um, particularly because like, like just blowing people's I always heads think off. It's, I always think it's weird when they go for like an idea and they don't just take it there a thousand yeah. percent because it's like, if you're going to do this, then f- it's, it's like Hobo with a shotgun. If right. you're going to do this, fucking do it. Right. They like restrain themselves a little bit. Yeah. It's like they're trying to be like Wick- John Wicky. Yeah. You know, I do have a one bit of trivia, though. Um, so basically, this is so this is based on an idea by Bob Odenkirk, who dealt with the home invasion himself by apparently trapping the trespassers in the basement. And he was frustrated with how the authorities dealt with the situation and had thought about how he would take the matter into his own I, hands if he were a badass. I love Bob Odenkirk so much because like he's very popular now, but he's been around for a while, yeah. but he's very popular because the Better Call Saul, even though he's existed in this realm for, for so much longer forever. yeah and so nobody knows his name and he says like he'll meet people all the time they're like oh but oh it's fucking better call saul <laughs> yeah. can i get a picture with him and he's like fuck you what's my name and they're like they have no idea yeah they're just like, but it's better but you're saul and he's like fuck you i'm not yeah. taking a picture with you so that's pretty great to me yeah bob odenkirk's great i love celebrities who don't feel the need to put up this facade as john ashmore would say <laughs> it's one of my favorite things uh, sh- sh- Champagne and Bullets from man. 1993. A gem. Man, oh man. Movies like this, guys, let's just say it. These are the, this is the reason vi- businesses like Vinegar Syndrome exist, right? There's this imaginary fine line between like great amateur filmmaking and it straddles this other line between being total shit and being massively enjoyable is like this sweet spot, right? And when it's done correctly, you get movies like Deadly Prey, you get movies like Samurai Cop, uh, Killing American Style, The Aftermath, which we watched on Instagram Live for a Scream stream a while back, which is a pure masterpiece of trash. Um, where it's like, it's not this highly processed, overly engineered movie that's made to fill, fill like movie theaters. This is like when Steph's dad used to cook meals at home. <laughs> it's like a little Italian dressing on raw chicken, put it in the microwave for five minutes, <laughs> and you're not in Philly anymore. You're in Milan. <laughs> little Stephanie's like sit at the table like, here comes the Italian chicken, Stephanie. Oh, yeah, daddy. Just Sicily. Have the Sicilian chicken, Stephanie. And she's like, <laughs> eaten. Eating this like weird, and so, here's your salad with iceberg lettuce. People exist in this realm that cook raw chicken in the microwave stuff. Yeah, can you fathom that? I'm fathoming. Two it. questions. Yes. Can you fathom it? Uh-huh. No, three questions. Okay, I'm fathoming. Let's go. Can you fathom it? Are you bewildered? Yes. Are these people vaccinated? <laughs> <laughs> That's a question. 
I'm always talking about bewilderment. The sidetrack. We went to the we went to a local mall that I haven't been to in a long time because I was dropping oh. off a little package for my buddy. Yes, and I was like. And, and he lives in the neighborhood I grew up in. I was like, let's go take a look at my old house. So we went and we looked at my old house. We were driving like around that. the old hood. Old hood. It was very nostalgic. Uh-huh. And I was like, let's go drive around uh, Franklin Mills, which is the old mall I used to be a street rat in for like 20 years of my life. And I was like, oh, let's just go walk around in there. So we walked around in this mall. This mall is sprawling. It's huge. It used to be called Franklin Mills Mall. It's called Philadelphia Mills, Mills. Now. Yeah. Um, it's a big mall, but it's a weird mall because it's like... It's not like you know how a lot of malls are like Stacked. two le- like levels or three, three levels. levels. This is just a sprawling mall. It's a mall that's like three miles yeah. <laughs> in each direction. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So like, let's go in there. Let's just walk around. It'll be funny, man. That was like the word Steph used. To, what were we talking about? Oh, Q-Mart. I, was, I was telling my coworkers about Qmart, and they were like. Oh well, like what's what's it like? And I was like, well, if you want to be bewildered, <laughs> yeah, go Q- to Qmart. Qmart is this thing by us that used to exist in in like you know the past times, which it's kind of like holding on to this like this this just like time that does not exist yeah. anymore. Which is basically like there used to be like these almost malls, but they weren't really malls. But it was just like people's independent businesses that would set up in this like almost flea market situation yeah. indoors. Yeah. So it's like an indoor outdoor flea market with combo. Like, food and like whatever it is businesses comic shops shops, Uh metal like record stores whatever it is and they were one that's still existing in quaker town it's called qmart and it's like it's like you go there it's like a blast from the past but like when we were in the actual franklin mills mall multi-million dollar mall was like this is literally like on the cusp of being the qmart now yeah it was a desolate wasteland there is just there's like maybe five like name brand stores in there and yep. the rest is just like places like people like like before the, times like used the to have. earring place yeah <laughs> the earring store and <laughs> wakiki and yes. just all these weird places classic cafe uh-huh. and there's just endless amounts of stores that are just empty and i'm like this is we're on the cusp of like malls being like just not existing anymore yeah you know which is weird to me because like i grew up being a mall rat for yeah. 20 years and I grew up in a time when the mall, you would try to like park in the mall. And Franklin Mills is a weird mall because it's like we said, it's so sprawling. But there's literally no less than like 5,000, yeah. 10,000 parking spots. There's got to be something. And they yeah. used to be filled. And now you go there and it's just like. It's empty. There's, there's nobody. Yeah. It's fucking weird. It and was you, so weird. You go in there and there's like no next to no foot traffic. And there's so many vacancies. Yeah. And what else, also, like, you're used to going to a mall and they're being like, I feel like there's always some kind of music playing, you know? It's, it was so quiet. It was so quiet and just, I, I don't know, it was just like, yeah. there was a lot, it was filled with despair. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> because, I don't know, I just grew up there, especially me and Steph were talking about when they built Franklin Mills, it was a really big deal in the 80s. It was a huge Into deal. the 90s. Yeah. It was like this futuristic mall that had... You know, back in the 80s, 90s, like futuristic meant put electronics everywhere. Yes. So it was like floor to ceiling televisions, you yeah. know? And there used to be this big animatronic Ben Franklin, Benjamin Franklin head that would tell you the time like every hour. And eventually that head stopped working, but they left it there kind of out of nostalgia. Yeah. And now it's just not there at all. No, it's weird. But it does make you feel old. It's it like, does. you know, I've existed in this earthly plane for a long time now and I've seen things change dramatically. <laughs> yes. And it's fucking sad. It is. Because like, yeah, I'm like, this is not evolution. 
No. <laughs> this is fucking backwards. Is. The mall's supposed to get better, not go away. Yeah. But like, um, also part of the problem is us buying stuff on Amazon yeah. 24-7. It's true. And I was saying to Steph, like, it's going to get to the point sometimes where like, people are just going to be content to never leave their fucking house. Yeah. There's going to be no reason to leave the house. You have everything delivered to you. And stuff's like, well, that's not true. People still like to go outside. And I was like, yeah, you and I love to go outside. We love to go camping. We love to see. But the majority of people would be fucking happy if you just delivered Pepsi and fried <laughs> chicken to their fucking house every day, throw a mail slot for them yeah. to eat, and if they never had to leave their house. <laughs> so anyway, Champagne and Bullets. Imagine Troll 2 with even shittier acting. Troll 2 also doesn't have women stripping to an entire performance of the shimmy slide. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, baby, let's do the shimmy slide. Oh, man, best scenes of the movie. Six minutes. Yeah. And it looks like he's, it looks like a guy's off screen with a shotgun to like his, like, 10 month old. Yeah. And it's like, this baby's <laughs> about to become fucking, what is the fucking meat sandwich people eat? Roast beef? No, the ground up one. <laughs> Manwich. Sloppy Joe? This baby's about oh, to be a Manwich. sloppy Joseph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over the back. And people are going to hold. That, that's what <laughs> I want to do. Hold up potato rolls. And somebody. <laughs> to catch the baby. Somebody holds a baby up. Another guy shoots it with a shotgun. And people in the audience hold open potato rolls to catch it. And then you yeah. eat a little sloppy Joseph. I think that's going to be. <laughs> Uh, John DeHart is the main dude in this movie. He looks like he dresses at, uh, what is it Delilah's or Delia's? Delia's. Delia's for dads. Oh my God. Which is 90s. You know Delia's. Dude, I was obsessed with Delia's catalogs. Today's teenagers would be lining up to unzip those fubus. <laughs> Remember fubus? I do. <laughs> his, um, his mouth gets loose and his dreams full of juice. <laughs> Oh man! So this guy, um, the, the the main dude in this, the movie is is amazing. First of all, it I mean, is. you know, what? actually, I'll read the um Blu-ray that I got from um Vinegar Syndrome, Champagne and Bullets, which you may know this from many other names. Uh, Get Even was one of them, and he edited this movie like sixty thousand times. But this is the full movie in all of its glory with all the content that was filmed after being set up on a phony drug charges on on a phony drug charges. By a corrupt cop named Normad, two respected <laughs> policemen, Rick and Huck, are kicked off the force. Years later, Rick reunites with Cindy, his ex-girlfriend, who he fucks every chance he gets, <laughs> who reveals that she's being pursued by a ruthless satanic cult that has started practicing human sacrifices and even worse, is being operated by none other than Normand. When Huck is set up against Normand, who is now the judge, Rick takes it upon himself to defeat the encroaching evil and almost indescribable action film and pure passion project directed <laughs> and produced and written and starring john dehart shitbagging and bullets was produced in 1993 but revamped several times over the subsequent two decades by its director each new iteration was even more mind-blowing than the last with the culmination get even becoming immediately cold hit and the stuff of legend in video trading circles co-starring wings hauser who's an indescribably drunk william smith who looks like he just had way too many facelifts and now his face <laughs> is in his butt crack hole vinegar syndrome archive is overjoyed to present the blu-ray debut of john DeHart's champagne and bullets in its never commercially released original 60 millimeter cut 
as well as its Road to Revenge and Notorious Get Even re-edits. I saw this at Philomoka as Get Even um, a few years ago when we lived in uh, Fishtown. Um, it is amazing. It is. Just get that out of the way right now. If you haven't bought on Vinegar Syndrome, get it while the limited slipcover is still available for all you nerds, because you know you can get close to coming in this world, but you ain't actually going to shoot unless you got that slipcover. <laughs> <laughs> my, my ball. So John DeHart takes any opportunity he can possibly get to do the old 20 toes. You know, that's the, <laughs> what's, you know, the, no, what's the 20 when, toes? When you have your sex and oh. all your toes are like, he shoots so much stuff. He's probably got multiple inguinal hernias. Probably. That's when you're, you know what inguinal hernia is? Yeah, I do know. That's when your intestines roll into your They pop through the balls. muscles. They pop out like a little... They go into little... your balls, though. They go into your scrotum. Yeah. That's not good. When you go there... You can, because they can be cut off and then they can be dead. Doctor's going to be like, oh, I see what you got here. I'm like, man, I was humping so much last week, Doc, and now <laughs> it hurts here. And he's like, I see what you got, Jess. You got poop balls. <laughs> your intestines, they pop through the hole there. And yeah. they go, the last thing you want is to have necrotic intestines, I went, FYI. I thought I had a hernia one time and I didn't know how this stuff worked. And I was, went to the doctor. I was like, yeah, Doc, my fucking groin hurts. Like I was just clenching my chicky tendies too much and he's like oh let me see and he fucking jack johnson jammered his <laughs> fin middle finger in the fucking hole uh, where your ball descends from uh -huh. to see if there was intestines squirgling out of there and I, I, he didn't warn me he's just like a little pressure here and he was like tiger <laughs> and he went right in there and i was just like squaggity boo god what does that feel like it was, it was i mean he didn't lie it was pressure but That's it was weird. It wasn't good pressure. Yeah. It wasn't like pressure like I'm going to shoot pressure. It was pressure like someone was trying to shove a fucking baked potato <laughs> somewhere it didn't belong. Oh, man. That's odd. And then at one point in this movie, he's naked in a hot tub looking. And when he's naked in a hot tub, it's disgusting because he looks like sous vide dippy eggs. And this fully dressed chick gets in the hot tub yeah. with him and starts kissing him. Yeah, this movie's so weird. We watched it on um, oh, a Scream man, Stream. That was one of the best Scream Streams. It was a good one. It was great. It was good, not as good as the one we wanted to have a Scream Stream for, but we couldn't because it's just too risky, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> Wingshauser looks like uh, someone shoved a bunch of like cheap deli ham in an ashtray and was like, it's Wingshauser. <laughs> if, Listen, I like appreciate Wingshauser though in anything he's in. Yeah. Because he's, like, he's Wingshauser. He's like big old... Pickled. Pick he's, he's pickled. Pick he's like pickled pig's feet. Yeah, <laughs> it's like everybody loves to eat them, and they're Do happy they? he's around. I've never eaten a pickled pig's foot. Oh, really? We used to pass them around no. in my youth. <laughs> um, and William William Smith, not Will Smith. Not that. Summer, summer, summer yeah, not that time. One. Not that one. This guy looks like. This guy looks like. Every time he ever cooked something on something on a skillet with yeah. like canola oil, he stood right under it, <laughs> and all the oil just spla splattered. like splattered on his face and gave him like like millions of micro burns. Yeah, his face just looked so <laughs> oh fucking like it's weird because like you know he's old because he has creases. Yeah, but it's like flat creases. Yeah, if that even makes that's sense. Weird. It's like really defined creases, but with no wrinkleization. Uh huh. It's weird. weird. Yeah. It's weird. Looks like it's he's scar tissue. Looks like he's like under a chicharron. <laughs> like if, if Leatherface came forward and Leatherface was like 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 new Leatherface had a chicharron face. Right. Do you know the um what's what's the guy's name that did Don't Breathe? I don't um, remember. 
Alvi Sauterez. <laughs> Alvi. <laughs> we'll just say his name is Alvi Sauterez until Steph hey, looks it up. What was it called? Up. Don't Breathe? Yeah, Don't Breathe. Yeah. Who, who directed it? Alvi I'm lo- Sauterez. <laughs> I'm looking. He's directing... Alvi Sauterez. <laughs> what is his name? Alvi Sauterez. No. no, it's not. What is it? Uh... Fede Alvarez? Fede Alvarez. Fede Alvarez. You're yeah, close. Exactly. Alvi Sauterez. <laughs> <laughs> he's di- he's direct. He made the new, well, it's already done. Oh, um, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. Yeah. And um, what's that going to be like? Who knows, dude? I don't. It's like, I, you know, I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 and 2 so much. Yeah. And then three's fun for different reasons. What about the remake with uh, Next Generations? Jessica, whatever. The only reason the remake is good is because Jessica Biel's wearing a dirty, sweaty tank top. Yeah. And I don't want, like, listen, patriarchy aside, I'm happy she's wearing that tank yeah, top. I like her. I'm Why happy not? she's there. But other than that, <laughs> I don't care anything about that yes. fucking movie whatsoever. So I'm glad he's doing it because he did Evil Dead remake, which, mm-hmm. we're, which we'll revisit for um, yeah. a new episode coming up soon. But um, I'm interested to what he does. But I think more movies like solid genres would be well advised to take the Jason X approach and go into the future. Yeah. So like I think it would be cool to do Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but set it in like futuristic twenty one fifty. Okay. Well, so like post apocalyptic, probably. Yeah, post apocalyptic yeah. <laughs> after Corona. After Corona has decimated, and after the Earth burned because of global warming, global, gro- global Glo- warming, global warming, <laughs> global warming <laughs> has just decimated <laughs> the world. Yeah, it would be cool to see, like you know, what the Klopeks are up to, or whatever yeah. their name is, the Sawyers, <laughs> the Klopeks. It would be cool to see what they're what they're munching on in this future realm. Yeah. Um, Champagne Bolts, though, and again, it's it's a silly, dumb movie that you want to watch with buddies. But I highly, highly suggest you fucking head on over to Vinegar Syndrome yeah. and buy it because, listen, guys, this is what it's all about. This movie's what it's all about. Yeah. This is what we talk about when we talk about Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. It's these fucking... Sodom and Gomorrah equals champagne and vinegar. Bottom of the barrel champagne movies. Champagne <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say vinegar? Because vinegar syndrome. We oh, kept talking about man. That is a nasty combination. Gross. Stenchy. Man, we need to talk to them. You guys should have been called champagne and vinegar, not vinegar syndrome. This is what happens when you day drink. Oh, uh, it's funny. <clears throat> oh, I just dropped it. Um, Yeah, so check it out. Buy it. Buy Support it. vinegar syndrome, man. Yep. It's like that's the that's the creme. And we talk about it all the time. You get you get a lot of stinkers with vinegar syndrome and a lot of other severin does it too, you know, because you take the chance. You gotta gamble. This is the this is a gamble that pays off in a big way. Yeah. <laughs> and you wanna be on that train to Busain. <laughs> Busain. <laughs> the bus can. All right, so uh, I'm up, right? My movie. I feel like you got all the f- old movies to talk about and I'm talking about all the new movies. Three movies. That's no fun. Well, you um, can listen, I told fun. you. I already have my three movies picked for the next time on Gamora. I've been telling you for the last two weeks, pick movies you want me to watch, <laughs> and I will do those three movies. Yeah. You haven't said a damn thing. I will get there. Okay. Promise. I'm going to give a little, I'll give a little heads up at the end of this one to okay. at least three of the movies we're watching for the next one. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so my next movie is uh, Old from 2021, directed by none other than M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, man. From Philly. You know, it's like... You can't help but get a little horny in your pants when M. Night puts out a new movie and there's no reason for no, it no, anymore. No, there is though, because listen. There's no reason to get horny from M. Night because anymore. He no, had, it's not. No, it's listen. not. No, 
Nobody should be even getting a like. I still get a pump of blood. I know. In my I do shaft too because he has good movies and I have hopes. He's a bullshit artist. He is a bullshit artist. It's because of, he's he, you know what happened to him? Tim Burton flew too high to the sun, and then and then he was like, "I love Johnny Depp's." And then he's like, "Johnny Depp <sighs> gave him hepatitis, and he <laughs> fucking crashed into the sea." Also, Johnny uh, Tim Burton's making the new uh, Adams Family miniseries. Which is like, it's for kids. Is it Let's really? Be honest. Did you look it it's up? It's for kids. Louis. Louise Go- Gusman is playing Guzman. fucking Guzman. I love him in yeah. Boogie Nights. He's, he's playing great. Gomez. He's in a million movies. And Hepatitis is playing Patricia. <laughs> Morticia. Oh, Morticia, yeah. Hepatitis. What's her name? Oh my god, I can't even. Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones. Anyway, I don't care that, about that, that, that show. I mean, it I'm, might be fun. I'll check it out, but I think it's for kids because it's about Wednesday, who's like a child. Wednesday. Yeah. I hate that fucking time of the week. So anyway, no, I have to say about M Night, he Nintendo had good movies. Entertainment and system then day. He made shitty movies, and then he started to make a comeback. Right? We no, had the visit that was good. That was okay. And then that's it. What was no the next one that's with it. um Split. Split was amazing. But then he made glass. But then he made glass. And so glass he was down the like, downturn fucking, again. I don't think fucking Split was amazing Split was either. Great. It was I. We enjoyed the fuck out of it. No, I enjoyed the fuck out of the visit. The visit was great. Diarrhea. Poop. Diarrhea diaper. I, you, you put poop in it. <laughs> uh, I'll give you credit. I'm like, so anyway, I had hopes going into this because I thought the trailer was like intriguing. I was like, oh, this seems cool. Going on the beach and what's going to happen and the time is passing and they're aging. Okay. I wish so, someone write a song. Time is passing <laughs> and they are aging on the beach. Guess they're getting old. Uh, Time is passing. You see it elapse and they're getting old. That, that's the movie. That would be my outro song for the movie. Uh, so it's starring um, Rufus Sewell, which Don't, like you could say names. Dark, but. dark. Dark, 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 dark. I love that movie. No, he was in fucking. You oh, like it? They're feeling dark, dark, oh dark. Oh my god, I gotta look it up now. He was in Dark City. Oh, oh you love Dark City. Dark City. I did Holy love Dark City, shit, but I haven't watched. City. But I also thought I loved Event Horizon, and I watched no, it. And I was it like, oh, great. that's leaving a little stinkiness <laughs> on my mustache. And then also, um, and I'm probably gonna say his name Mid- wrong. Mid-sized sedan. Gail Garcia Bernal. Oh, that guy. I love I him. I love him. Ameros Peros. Yes, and he was in a... Los Ameros he's Peros. He's in a Prime series with... Um, oh, my God. I can't think of his name. God, I'm, I drank too much. From he, Clockwork Orange. He's an attractive man. Malcolm McDowell. I'd kiss him. Malcolm McDowell. And they're composers in the symphony. It's yeah. so good. Anyway, so that show's really great. And I can't think of what it's called. Looks like if you kissed him, it would be like really... I, like, I think he's sexy. Like you'll be real spicy. I think he's very sexy. But not in a bad way. Yes. I would just... Be- Is that weird that I find him very attractive? No, I would... I, I would, think he's very attractive. Yeah, I would like... It looks like his prick tastes like <laughs> Moroccan oil. Oh <laughs> I think he's... I, mean, I just love him. Okay, yeah, no, anyway. I don't fault you for it. So I'm just going to read... Stuff, I can appreciate a nice looking man yeah. coming in here with their little waist, like, you know? Like Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Oh. But it's not just sexy. like, it's not a little waist. You gotta have a little waist, but like, you better have like, just your ass better be fucking procrastinating <laughs> in them pants. <laughs> waiting in for my face. Yes. Anyway, he's one of my crushes. So anyway, here we go. So here's a little synopsis on IMDb, and then I will get into my... Here's a synopsis. A cool concept for a Black Mirror episode ends up being handled really poorly. Yes, it does. Um, and it's based on a graphic novel. That's a right? synopsis. So a vacationing family discovers that the secluded beach where they're relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, 
reducing their entire lives into a single day. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the, the synopsis of the movie. And they all have hidden ailments. That's the thing. You find out that all these people went to this resort and every one of them, at least one person in the family, has some disease yep. or, an, or an illness. One guy's and got the clap. And he's just like, I got cottage cheese coming out of my prick. Right. So what we find out is that these families were all, they all went to this um, resort and they were singled out. A resort. First of all, a high end resort. Like fancy, fancy schmancy. Little, little kid is out there. Little kid. Is he a hostage? That little kid that's like. I think he's like somebody's family. Yeah. But the guy that keeps saying like, it's my son. It's my son. He's like an old white man. And this kid looks like a little like, like. He's a hostage. He looks like he's a hostage (laughs) or he's actually a midget and he's the mastermind of the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, but he kind of saves the day at the end. Oh, he does. That's right. Yeah. With the the coral. So when the families, they show up, they're given these special cocktails, which you find out later is a a medication for their illness. You find out that like if anybody ever, ever... (laughs) ever makes you a cocktail don't drink it and you don't know who that person is don't take that's it that's what my dad always told me don't yeah. take even, drinks from strangers even if it's a bartender no i want to see that bartender like even if kelsey was at a bar and she made me something i would say put all the ingredients in front of me first and, and open then ma- yeah open up the tear i want to <laughs> see it i want to make sure it's all fresh yes. so anyway we find put out your that kalana pins in my drink these certain people were singled out and they were put on this island where, yeah, time is like it uh, is like sped up. So they're aging more rapidly than the average person, and they can do these drug trials oh. very quickly. Man, you went right for the reveal. Yeah, very quickly. Holy shit! You didn't give no one a fucking heads up or nothing. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert! We we said it at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, but you got to still say it, um, man, bro. What? You need to work on your how you're told. <laughs> you just were like they go to an island. And then here's the reveal. Because I gave the synopsis and that was it. Can we talk about... Yeah, well, we did say we weren't really going to talk about it this much. Yeah. But like, I feel like for me, didn't you feel like the rules for the island weren't really just properly it, like established? It didn't see... Yeah, it wasn't it clear. Like all these facts were like arbitrarily thrown out there. Right. Like, the, oh, we're aging this fast. But it didn't feel like that. It only felt, because that's the thing, though, because there were a lot of adults and then there were some children, and it was very obvious in the children because they right. were obviously growing up quickly. And the adults was less obvious, but then you were like, okay, there's some wrinkles, there's some gray hair. The guy loses, the, the woman loses her vision, and the guy loses his hearing. Right. Remember? Yeah. And like, and then the one guy is like a schizophrenic, and like, then he's, it, it progresses, and like. What about mid sized sedan? Mid-sized sedan. Yeah, so when the they rapper. arrive there, there is like a, there's a guy who's just randomly there and is kind of like out of it. He's like in shock. He's a rapper. He's a famous rapper who the, the kid recognizes and it's, his name the, is Mid-sized Sedan. The one thing I like about it was how like, so when they get there, right, the one actor that plays the physician. that Rufus Sewell. He is like, oh, is that the one you thought was attractive? No, no. No. The other guy. The, the dad. L- 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 most paros. Yeah. Is that kid autistic that's in this also? He's fucking, he has something wrong with him. What kid? It's like an idiot savant or he something. He is like, he's something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but he grows up I to like, be the kid from Hereditary. So what so. I was saying was, I like, oh, that kid's a doofus. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, man. That kid, that kid is walking around like M. Night stuck his finger in his butthole and <laughs> oh, no. like gave him like a dirty Sanchez and he made the kid smell it the whole movie. Everything, <laughs> every scene looks like he's smelling dirty, like just dirt. Yeah. Ball dirt. Uh-huh. So mid-sized sedan, I like how they have this like um, 
there's this little back and forth with the guy who's a doctor in the beginning, how you could tell the doctor's like super racist. He's like, yeah, that black dude did something wrong. He right. murdered well, they, somebody. They, the body washes immediately. Up, they're and like, he's immediately like, yeah, he's a killer. You don't realize it at the time, but like that doctor also has schizophrenia, right? Which just keeps getting excessively like, worse right. as he's not on medicate. He's not medicated, so it's escalating throughout the day. So that is like I feel like that is like the one cool thing that that's addressed. And then you hear like the one chick from Neon Demon who plays his wife has some. She just throws it out there that she has some calcium deficiency. But the way she says it is like she's a crazy like model. She doesn't really have like a calcium right. deficiency. Right. You think that she has like a, you think she has an eating disorder. But and then, then you find out she does have a calcium deficiency. And was she from Neon Demon? Yeah, she's from Neon Demon. Oh, yeah. well, she was also from. She's basically playing the same kind of role. H- the love, she was from Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. She, there's a scene where she's like, um, since time's speeding up. So you see this. So at one point, let's just go back a little bit. Yeah. There's a scene where since time is moving so fast, there's this tumor in his wife that's growing really big and they have to do surgery on it to cut it out. Yes. But they're trying to cut out the tumor and it's as they, healing As so they make fast, the incision, it heals. it heals before they can even get in there. So they have to stick their... So this is the thing I don't understand. They're yeah. sticking their dirty hands yes. into this woman's abdomen to like just cut out this thing, but it's healing over their fingers as they're doing it. Right. And so whatever. She doesn't die. She, they, they save her. They but take they out get, the tumor. They get the tumor it heals, out. which, okay, doesn't make any sense because number one, just because time's going fast, does that just negate you bacteria? Don't, right, and you, and, right, exactly. Because later in the movie, you, you find out that he, like, they kill that dude who has schizophrenia by cutting him with like a rusty knife. And he gets and the that rusty is, like, knife from that. basically spreads instantaneously to his body and makes him like rot yeah. and like melt and shit. Yeah, which is kind of a cool scene, but also, so yeah, then, I feel like it's unclear. Because time doesn't, it's not moving that quickly. Right. Right? Right. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It's not, it doesn't, it's yeah. not clear. It's oh, not understood. Wait, we but also, then also, hold on. Yeah. The chick, she, at the end, they're trying to, so I always thought there was going to be this bigger reveal where it was going to be like cosmic horror kind yeah. of stuff, which is what I was hoping for, or like a creature. I'm always disappointed when it turns out man is the greatest fucking monster. It's Aren't just, they though? It's fucking lame though. Yeah. I don't go to the movies to know man is the monster. I know man is the monster. I want fucking real monsters because that shit's cool. Right. Give me some fucking Morlocks in a cave that are like sucking this essence of humans like, you know, that are stuck there because like when they're trying to go back out of the beach when they realize they're aging, like they're like, we can't, we can't go back because it's like, it's like going up from the surface too quickly. Right, they, like they you, get get a, bends. you get a, the bends. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's that's stupid. Yeah, because writing. people do try to escape through this cavern or whatever, but every time they get to a certain point, they black out. They end up, yeah. yeah so there. there's no escape, and they can't swim because when they swim past a certain point, it's like this magnetic field so or they're, something. They're in the cave trying to escape at one point, trying to do it slowly, and when they're in there, this calcium deficient woman's in there, yes, crazy that is now, the craziest and part. Her bones keep breaking, but healing instantly. So she's like getting contorted and kind of like really like monstrous looking yeah. into like this. And as it gets more and more like narrow, she kind of like crumples into like this weird little like caterpillar thing, which is cool. That part's cool. Um, but those those things those scenes are so few and far yes. between because basically you're just watching people stare at each other on a beach for like close to two hours. But also, don't you feel like the tone of it is odd because it's very comical at times where it's not oh, supposed to be? Yeah, like when the fucking when the kids are in the tent and, they, and then they start getting horny. They have a baby. They they start getting. <laughs> you don't know they have sex, but they're talking about basically like the kids like, "Oh, my penis is getting tingly," and then in the next scene they're coming out of the tent and. The girls like they're like she's like sick. They're both sixteen, and the yeah. girls like pregnant. Yeah, she's about to have a baby. 
And I thought that was another like cool scene when they have the baby, it dies instantly. Yeah. And, tur- and like by the time they wrap it up, it turns into bones. Yeah, that is cool. Right. Because everything's like also um, decomposing very quickly. I don't know. The thing is like, so in the end, it's just all over the the place. And the movie kind of has a happy ending, which if you could, I mean, this, it doesn't sound like it should, but it kind of does. It's terrible. I wish it didn't. The way it's wrapped up is horrendous. I wish everybody just died. Yeah. That's why I think it would have been cool with like a cosmic horror kind of element where you're like, I mean, I don't know this, like he didn't write this. So it's like based on something else, but like, but he changed the ending though, right? I think it would have been cooler if they knew their, like there was no escape right and like they were eventually gonna die and like which is what they was what thought it was. though they thought because that I until like, the very end on the surface that idea is cool right like you know because we think like as we think as human beings you know you live we think we live for a long time right. but really you know you it, have an it, expectation span, that you're gonna live to be like i'm gonna you know, live to be 75 look up whatever deep, look up deep time you know and just do a little research on deep time it's a fun concept to think about deep time and like spans of time that are a lot longer than our lifetimes right and you think this is why nothing ever gets done in human beings' lifetimes because we're like, we'll die before it gets bad. We'll die before it gets bad. We'll die before it gets bad. And then it's bad for some generation, right? But then you take it back to like, you know, think about our lives in comparison to like a mayfly who lives in like 24 hours. Right. And like, to them, is their period of time, does it feel as long as our time feels? Do or, they have a concept of time though? It's like perception. Right. Well, no, if they could, I'm saying, yeah. um, if they could. If they could. It's like comes down to like, uh, which I think is really interesting, like how animals, we talked about on the fly episode, how flies see more images per second. So in fact, because they do perceive more images per second, is their perception of time different? Mm. That's the stuff I, that's the are stuff I look about. Are their lives more fulfilled because they are experiencing things more quickly? Well, no, I think animals' lives are more fulfilled because they don't have consciousness. Yeah. I think consciousness is like the best worst thing it's like you know what's going on but because you know what's going on it's terrible <laughs> you know that's why people it's like yeah. i wish i didn't know what was going on so i could just be like i don't need to get vaccinated so you because i live in texas you wish you were a cicada and you were underground for Ooh, 17 years and then you emerged crazy to like you know shed your exoskeleton that is also get your wings fantastical fly, find a mate mate because me and Steph were talking about this the other day it's like how you know, obviously, it's like a, we, a lot of stuff comes down to like instinct, but right. then I think there's a lot of things that we as human beings just don't perceive that other animals can perceive, such as like, how do you know, how does that cycle stay true? 17 years is not long, but it is long when you think mm-hmm. about like, how does this living thing know to emerge at the same time? Right. Is it like, you know, as human beings, we can't detect like the magnetic fields and stuff like that. Can they detect some kind of weird magnetic field that happens every 17 years? Or is there some element of senses that we as humans are just, you know, I think you're a white person. I think you're wearing like a Navy top, but is that real? Right. Do they have some, am I missing a sense where really you're just glowing neon yellow? Maybe that'd be cool. You know, like, yeah. Do they have some kind of an internal biological clock that is like wakes them right. up automatically I mean, that, but like that, how that's does that the easy work answer. but how does that work yeah that's the easy answer I, and i think to me it's like i think it's more complex than that i think so too you know i think that's so simplifying it yeah i don't know anyway um i don't recommend this movie fuck no <laughs> i don't recommend this movie <laughs> let's get back to old i would say when it's free you check it out so you can just <laughs> yeah, be don't like pay fuck. For it. but i would actually go as far as say happening is way more enjoyable because it's, oh well that's at least it's dog shit i mean this is right i mean it's there they're the same Really? I mean, no. they're close. So I, would, I, would, I, would, I would say I would rather watch 
John Leguizamo <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg do shitty acting and enjoy that but than see, watch I this fucking movie. I haven't seen that since it came out, so I don't even know how bad it is right now. What about now? that frumpy Asian dude in this movie that's like, I'm going to swim out to the... Because you find out... Well, he's how, like, I'm a nurse. So you basically end up finding out in the movie, not to spoil it, but I feel like it's an important part, Like it's because it's stupid. Like you, They can escape they threw this coral, coral reef, reef yeah. because the coral like kind of like absorbs this effect and so it's like a tunnel you can swim through to get past it right. without like passing out and you have to hold your breath a long time so everybody who's attempted it has, has died. died yeah but they managed to swim through it and make it out and m night's the one that's kind of like watching them he is i mean he may always makes a cameo in all yeah. of his movies um I feel like this one was a little bit of a bigger role because he's in it like more than one scene. All right. How about this? But, how about we go smoke some weed and come back and talk about a really An fun enjoyable one. movie. Yes. Okay. All right. Listen to this song, guys. I'll be right back.
All right, we're going to talk about this movie now. And then me and Steph are going to order some pizza because we haven't eaten dinner. And we're going to, usually we go half black olive, half pep Half pep yeah. I think this time we're going to go all full peps. Full, because we're going to be pepperoni daddies. We're going to eat it. <laughs> I could eat a whole fucking steak if it was just pepperoni. Like a like a steak sandwich? Say, give me a pepper steak, daddy. Yeah. And he goes in there and it's just literally a huge... Why don't why don't we do like that? Like a one inch thick pepperoni? Why don't we do that? Why don't we cook people up pepperoni steaks? I, I, I don't know how that would work. Isn't pepperoni already like it's cured meat? Yeah, but it's like a big tube. So yeah. you can literally cut that in the steak form. I holy guess you could. Sh- holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> it seems like intense for me. I don't know. I wonder if I could order like a whole big roll of pepperoni. Yeah. Cut it into a cube and then cut the, you know, just yeah. make it make it so it's not cylindrical. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then almost make it like spam. Oh. But make it into like a like a hamburger, like would a you, like, like a Wendy's like, cheeseburger. Would you like fry it up in a pan? Yeah, too? I guess. like it's crispy. Holy on shit. The outside? This is going to be my business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to call Papa's Pepperoni. Oh my God. It's going to be a guy. <laughs> the logo is going to be a, a guy with like a huge bulge in his pants. Yeah. But we sell pepperoni sandwiches. <laughs> oh my God. Like pepperoni you- burgers. Do you have any memories from your childhood that you are like unsure if it's real or if it's like you made it up, but it feels so real yeah, to you? Yeah, my entire life. Okay, so I have this memory. I don't know if my entire life's made up. Or <laughs> it's a it, lie. My know. entire life has been a lie. I think it felt like we're in a simulation, so that's just getting to the, you yeah, know. Yeah, the right? Cost. These are just like implanted memories? Uh, I don't know. I think our brain is a filter for perception, which is floating out there yeah. in the world. Huh. I think our thoughts exist out there. And our brain is the filter that these thoughts pass through. And then our stupid hole, that our hole in our mouth, that's also connected to our hole in our ass. Yeah, the tube. It's fucking gross. It's a big tube. We're, we're so lucky <laughs> we don't belch up fart smells. Yes. That's why we have sphincters. Yeah. And they work. We're only a sphincter away <laughs> yeah, from just fucking making out and we're having sex and <laughs> you just taste old pepperoni yeah, steak. Yeah, like in, poop. In my gut. you're saying. Yeah. What are these memories <laughs> so. that are fake though? you so I have this memory of Tell me, being a child. Tell me I don't how your know, mom like, neglected you. Five-ish, maybe. Broke your horses. Didn't let you collect no, things. I know. Well, listen. So I have this My memory My mommy didn't let me of- <laughs> mean, stuff on this conversation because I got something new in the mail. And she's like, yeah, oh, my new Boglins. Yeah. And I was like, I wish you would be a little more excited about it. This is the collector's edition pumpkin and skeleton and clown that I couldn't get when I was a child. And she's like, yeah, it's great. And it's just, it's like, yeah, that's a thing that we don't need. And she was like, my mom never let me collect things, Jess. So all this stuff means nothing to me. <laughs> well, then my brain just doesn't work that way where I want to collect things. I mean, it's it's probably a good thing because I'm like almost, I'm like two you're, steps away from being a hoarder. Yeah, you're borderline. I'm sorry, go ahead. You're borderline. People probably so, get annoyed by me because I interrupt you all the time, but it's I can't help myself. I talk too no, fast. No, it's fine. You have things to Slow say. Slow it down. I mean, it's easier when there's just two of us because you could say all the things you want to say. Ooh, really? It's a curse. No. It is a curse. It's, so I have this memory of being a kid and burning my hand on on an iron that was like, I don't know. Turned off and cooling, right? Curling but I touched iron? it like a, a clothes iron. Oh, right. Oh, a big one. Yeah. So I have this memory of burning my hand on the iron and it just being you were all a stupid kid then. Being Why did you touch peely? it? I don't know. But listen, this better be real. Uh, so I remember my hand being all like peely as it was like healing. Like your not mom, like you not how old? How old? I don't. I have no idea. We have to ask your mom. I want to say five. But your mom I don't was think probably it's like, real. Your, your mom probably doesn't remember because your mom was probably like you're being a bitch. Stop. <laughs> Parents have selective memories. They don't remember all the things like them beating us when we were kids. Yeah, and your mom thinks your childhood was the best. And meanwhile, stuff's like, I wasn't allowed to collect. (laughs) She broke my horses. I I wasn't allowed to decorate the Christmas tree. I wasn't. She admitted to that, though, right in front of your face. Yeah, and there was this evil, (laughs) like... 
just kind of like grin she did and i was just like you're this fucking bitch is belzefor <laughs> i told you yeah so anyway i have this memory burning my hand and it must have been either around christmas or around some kind of a holiday or a party where we were at my grandmother's house and all of the family was there and we had food just because at christmas we would oh, there be food everywhere cheeto grandmom yeah cheeto but like pre-cheeto pre-cheeto you know so so there would so just she be, was just she was just cheat there would just be like food everywhere just trays of all kinds of foods and there would always be a tray of like pepperoni and cheese and Ooh, olives yeah right? i love that tray when i was a kid I, yo all about that pepperoni that, that tray was the yes. where was that so there was always like the nasty meat that no one would eat and the nasty cheese that no one would eat. no we never had nasty meat we just had pepperoni and there would always be this guy in the, <laughs> there would always be this guy in the corner named like fucking jim or carl yeah and he would be eating like the cheese and the meat no one wanted no, no one, yeah yeah and he would touch your hands when you tried to grab stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're clammy yeah, they were all so, or they were oily from the pepperoni and meats. But, but did your parents ever make the celery with cream cheese? No, and that olives? was not a thing. No, the first time I experienced that was at Christmas at your dad's house. <laughs> you, what did you think when you saw that? I was like, "Are these poor people?" What, no, what did you think when you saw me like tearing into them? You like, were so excited. I mean, I don't know. I was just happy for you that you could like have that. <laughs> You still had that happiness. Steph, I'm, I'm not a special needs kid. You don't, you don't have to ever tell me you were happy for me. Okay? But I was. Okay. So anyway, I have this stupid memory of That's like... That's by the way. My, I know I am. So um, of my hand being like burned and then me trying to eat the pepperoni and the pepperoni oils burning my burnt hand. Oh, I thought you were going to say you couldn't tell what was the pepperoni, what was your hand and you were eating no! hand skin. But I remember my hand's burning because of the pepperoni oh oil my God, was that, burning my That's hands. a fat kid memory if I ever... I don't think it's real though. I don't know. Well, when I went to parties as a kid, the kids had to sit in the basement and like play old board games that oh. were in like this and board games we didn't understand like yeah. back gabman yeah. <laughs> and we're just sitting there like this isn't like any game like my young or whatever yeah. <laughs> i want to play guess who <laughs> no but here's the thing in my family it wasn't like that my family they might the parents would be wasted and the kids were right there yeah. right there was no like oh the kids have to hide in the basement no we were there for the party yeah we had to sit down there but i would yeah. go up there and i would just i'd go up to the tray i would just grab a fistful with my little <laughs> grimy shit encrusted kid yes. hands and i would remember i would I wanted to carry more things, so I'd go over to the olive tray, olive on each finger, bam, 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 <laughs> yes. bam, bam, and I would just get a stack of fucking cheese, hold it between my pointer finger and my thumb th meat yeah, yeah. right there, middle finger, stack of fucking cheese, uh -huh. and you just get the little Did you get crackle? Oh, you crackles. Did you get crackers too? No, I wasn't cracker we boy. We didn't have the little mini gherkins. Gherkins. We, we always had. Those. We always had cornichons. Oh, I never but, had those. Yeah, they were. This was high end shit because yeah. these people. We were, we were poor, so we just had. My mom and my dad and come pepperoni. from money, and unfortunately, they did not pass that on to me. <laughs> yeah. They're like, my dad was an architect. My dad was an award winning physician. My dad, Jesse. This is me talking. My dad's a mechanic. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that, but like, it's like I'm not going to be. You know, there's not. Fortunes. You weren't eating cornichons. No, I was eating oh, you corn were, But you weren't serving them at your parties. No, my parties have no corn and yeah. But like my daddy's mom, yeah. she had corn and chons. Listen, I, my childhood, as far as that stuff goes, was the best. I have the best recollections of Christmas, Christmas yeah, Eve. Because your family's like majority alcoholics. No, they so. were great. It was great. Yeah, it was fun. Of course, it's great when we you're were dancing, kid. dancing. Yeah. We're, you, we're a dancing family. You know that. Oh, my God. Your family is so <laughs> white and dancey. I love they it. They all have like the whitest same dances like two this. Step. Two step. Step in two. Now I stepped one. Now I stepped two. Watch me do it again on Just, a cycle. That's the, the guy who lets his dog shit on the sidewalk. Oh, we're right by the window. Let me look. That's oh. him. 
Yeah, who is that guy? He I never saw him before. He off leash shit. Oh, he has a bag in his hand. Maybe someone yelled at him. That looks like the guy. He's not picking up that diarrhea. I'm telling you. He looks like the guy that gets butt fucked in Deliverance. Oh. Ned, what, Ned Beatty. Yeah, and he looks like Ned Beatty. <laughs> Ned! Stop it! I love that we're like, I had to point him out because that was a mis- that was almost a missed opportunity. Ned's, he's got a bag in his hand. I know, I said that, but I, his dog is off leash, a fat old dog just shitting all over the place. Yeah, looks, I think it was a bulldog. It looks like a beagle. It is. No, I said it was like a basset hound mix. No, I don't know. It is a, it's a basset hound. Oh, yeah. man, it's fat. Oh, I think he's pissing on your car. He probably is. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't hear me. He's that guy. That guy oh probably has God. no, he probably has hearing aids that he never wears. Every time at work when I have to call patients, I have to confirm my patients for the next day. Mm-hmm. Steph, every birthday is like 1919. Yeah. 1921. Oh, that's 100. When, when I call these people, <laughs> this is what I know in my head. Yeah. It's going to take 20 rings. This person's going to have an answer machine that is completely full because right. they don't ever delete their messages because they're ancient. Or if they answer the phone, the television is going to be so loud, uh-huh. I have to scream. <laughs> And, it's and what you, is it? The price is right? I, I have no idea. Distortion. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like they're literally have like a microphone up to like an amp and it's just doing feedback yeah. noise. <laughs> and they just keep screaming what at me. And all I want to do is Hello? turn off your fucking. Remember when I told you the story about an old dude came for an MRI and he was completely deaf and he was coming for dementia. I oh told my you God. The, the best story. I told you the other day. He came for dementia. And his wife was like uh, filling out the screening form for him and whatever for MRI to make sure he's safe. And I was like, oh, why is he here today? She's like, you're going to have to speak up. He can't hear you. So I screen, screen them. I just end up like talking to the wife and getting his like medical history that way. And then every time like I would walk by the room before we were getting him in the room, the wife would say, he's hard of hearing. He's hard of hearing. He's hard of hearing. And then me and my coworker were like, does she have dementia? And he does. <laughs> and he's just hard of hearing. I'm so fucking confused what's going on right now. So then uh, we have him in the machine. We're scanning him or whatever. Seems completely fine. Just severely hard of hearing. And so I'm talking to the wife again. And I'm like getting more medical history, like like why he's here and stuff. And she's like, well, doctor says he has dementia. I just don't think because the doctor said he wasn't answering any of the questions <laughs> the doctor was asking. And I don't think he could hear the doctor. <laughs> I think he just couldn't hear him. And so the doctor's asking him all these questions. And then when the doctor, I was sitting in the room across. And when the doctor left, I was like, what was the doctor saying to you? And he said, the doctor was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture this old guy can't hear a word. It's just like staring off into space. So the doctor ordered an MRI of his brain for dementia. But meanwhile, the guy thought that the doctor who was sitting across from him was talking to his wife, <laughs> not him. And so he didn't answer any of the questions because he's deaf as hell. And his wife didn't think maybe I should intervene yes, and answer and the questions. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, so you're wasting everybody's time. <laughs> oh and the guy God. was completely fucking fine. I remember I told you that the other day in bed when you had like a little hit of weed. You were fucking It was so funny. I can just picture it, you know? Yeah. He's hard of hearing. No, he has dementia. <laughs> no, he just can't hear shit. Oh my God. Okay, so I'm going to talk about this is our final movie. I'm so excited. Um this movie's called Magdalena Possessed by the Devil from 1980 of 1974. 74? 1974. It's X-rated. 1980 74. And holy crap is this X-rated. Oh my god. Right? I'm going to go on record saying we watched Giallo in Venice. Donald's recommendation. Yes. Watched it on uh Discord. Amazing. Yeah. This movie 
I'm not going to say it's better. It's equal for different reasons. Amazing. Yeah. Super fun. I feel like I've never seen anything quite like on the level of this. But this is like really horny. So horny. Like, That's what where, I mean. Where like the other one's like, like, gr- like grimy kind yeah. of feeling yeah, and like, you know, rapey. Yeah. This is just horny and it gets me horny. Yeah. Like, you were excited watching it again today. It's so fucking horny and erotic. Like, yeah. I, I'm not like, I'm not even, it's not even a stretch for me to say I could use this movie. Yeah. To, that doesn't surprise me. Do it. it doesn't surprise me. And like, there's no penetration. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's just like, this woman is so erotic. <laughs> so, um, this is also known as The Devil's Female and Beyond the Darkness. You're a female. You're a female. You're a female. <laughs> So we watched the English dub version, which holy fuck, the dubbing is the best in this movie. Mm. I don't. It makes I, it. I don't think the. I don't think the translation is exact. It can't be. I no, don't oh, think no, they no, were no. saying that. Right. It's one of those movies where the dub. It adds it to it. Adds to it. Yes. Yeah. It's not. And then like it's when you. That's what you want. Yeah. You want like a terrible movie, and I don't want to know what the fuck they're really saying. It could be close. Yeah. You know. To the gist. You Give can, me the gist. You can embellish <laughs> if it makes it better. <laughs> Uh, so uh taglines demonism exorcism occultism question mark man i think this movie should be called pussy Wait, dishwasher here's the second one no no should... no pussy washing machine this is my this is the second one is my v- favorite vaginal whirlpool was she possessed by the devil or by sex oh yes yes <laughs> that's what i'm saying steph if you want people to embrace jesus Make movies like this. Make it where sexual. Jesus makes you super horny because we're all just bored, barely shaved apes. Nobody wants to not be horny, right? Yeah. Think about when you were first horny. Yeah, it was best. Because it's old. You know, we're old now. I'm still horny. You are. 40, but I'm not like... Not, I, I, you're not like 13 horny. I might be. Right? Oh, yeah, I might be. It's, I mean, I didn't know you when you were 13, struggle, so but I it was, can't But it was like compare. this newly like, found thing. Yeah. So it was just like a little better. <laughs> like jesus is like anti- now it's old news what yeah. you're saying no it's not old news because i okay. still just jack it every time i get any chance i get but jesus is like anti-vaxxers where it's like pretend it doesn't exist and it'll go away right and it's like no i have a boner my boner wants kissies give me my cummies or at least some rubbies i want cum i don't rubbies is fine like but i have to be really horny to say like jerk me off and let no, me finish I mean, on your stomach. I was saying either... Right? No, I was saying masturbation. I wasn't uh, saying having someone else jerk it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, no, I jerk it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like I'm saying, like if it's me and you, like very rarely oh. am I like you jerk it no, no, I to mean, climax. I, sometimes. I, that's not what I want either. Sometimes so. it's fun. I mean, it's fun once in a while for like a I change just, up. Yeah, sometimes I like feeling <laughs> like I'm like putting like the, the cream part in like the the cream bag that you right. make cupcakes oh, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. the cream bag's your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm the source of the cream. Oh my god. Maybe okay. But, go ahead. Okay, so I'm gonna read uh, the back of the of the Blu-ray. Which you can get from who? You can get it from uh Dark Force. Dark Force. Dark Force. It's a cool Blu-ray. Um, nice it, little slip on it. It is, it's great. I like the art on here is really cool. And it's a really good uh like remaster. Yeah, it looks say. good. Apparently they did a lot Apparently, of color a color correction. Apparently there's this movie with like a bitch who's got a whirlpool panini pussy okay. and she's always cranking it. <laughs> so. But there's no penetration, apparently. <laughs> this nineteen seventy-four German exorcist takeoff directed by Walter Booz. I'm uh, sorry is, guys, I keep making pep pep noises in the microphone. And it's you're probably dry, gonna, you have cotton I'm mouth. I'm so cotton mouth. Yeah. And I just keep going like this. 
<laughs> and it's probably annoying. I'm so I'm I'm apologizing. He's apologizing. Um, is uh surprisingly well made and atmospheric. The story takes place at a girls' boarding school where a beautiful blonde orphan is possessed by an evil demon. Reissued in the U.S. as Beyond the Darkness and the Devil's Female, it is best known as Magdalena, possessed by the devil. The new HD master was created from the uncut U.S. X-rated version. There is plenty of delicious sleaze combined with some legit scary demonic moments. I mean, I don't know about yeah. that. Uh, you, making this one highly worthy of the Dark Force moniker. These, um, I feel like a lot of times with some of these like uh, plot, like, you know, things on the back of Blu-rays, they're fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Let me write your shit for you. Yeah. Like, or let, me and Benny Graves will write you all of your plot synopsises on the back of your movies and we'll make it a million times better. All we require, just give me a free copy, give Benny a free yeah. copy, and I won't even <laughs> charge you anything else because you need to pull people in, bro. Right. And that was like too many facts and not enough like synopsis. Yeah, you need to use a lot of metaphors. Yeah. You, you like picture, Be creative. Like think about my Mortal Kombat fanfic. Right. Think about but tone that down a little bit. Think about my <laughs> think about my Roseanne fanfic. I'll also tone that down a little you know? bit. Well, what about the short story I read for for um wrote for Chris's uh, zine before? Yeah, I would love to do that story I wrote for Chris's zine and record it like with like each of the people from the podcast yeah? as different fun. people, uh-huh. and me put sound bites in it and do the whole thing from beginning to end. Well, why not? Because I was like that story, Rat Guts. Yeah, that was like my rip off Stephen King short story yeah. <laughs> and I was super proud of that yeah I must say that was exciting I wrote for that too remember mm-hmm. about cats black it was cats great. it was fun yeah, he was doing that for a little bit and then Chris Franco just he's like nope can't drink can't talk about horror on a podcast can't do my zine and now he's an anti-vaxxer no he's not, no, he's, not. he's a cat oh, dad shit. living you know his what? best Listen, life you know I, I don't want to seem like we're political here talking about anti-vaxxers but Are... if you're not vaxxed at this point go fuck yourself yeah honestly go fuck yourself stop fucking listening yeah get your fucking shit together i support that there's too many sick people out there right now for you to be fucking they're taking my rights away they're not taking your rights away by telling you to have a fucking vaccination yeah. you know think we're about saving this way. lives yeah think about this way the vaccine's like a traffic light you know, your freedom is not taken away because a traffic light told you to stop, right? No, right. you stopped because you understand that if you keep going through a red light, you may hit another car and kill that person. It's the same fucking idea. It is. You're not just rep- responsible for your own well-being. You're there responsible certain... for other people right. that exist in this world because we live in a fucking society. Yeah, we should just think about other people once in and a I'm while. And I'm going to take that soapbox yep. and I'm going to put it away. <laughs> and we're going to talk about... <laughs> Sex. You're gonna grind that pussy on something. So Magdalena <laughs> is a 17 year old. We have to remember oh, 17. I take that's that important. I, I, I didn't say that. We have to remember. I didn't say you need to grind that pussy no, on something. You didn't. So I thought she was 18. We have to remember that she's 17. I'm not okay. Jared from Subway. So she lives in a boarding, an all girls boarding school because she's an orphan. Her parents are dead, and then her grandfather was basically like, "I can't take care of this kid. Uh, go live in a." Uh, yeah. boarding school her grandfather was basically like your foster parents are dead <laughs> so. and then she was like what's the matter with woofy i can hear him barking what's the matter with woofy 
Okay, I'm going to continue. So, um, uh, I know. I, was, I don't know what you were waiting for. I don't know either. At you. We'll um, leave it. We'll leave that in, though. So, so basically, the movie starts off with her grandfather being murdered and crucified. Yeah. Okay. And then, so soon after that, so she... So soon after that. So they were having a party at the boarding school, and she because becomes... Her, they had a part... Well, they were having a party because her grandfather got crucified. That's not why. They were oh, having a party so funny, that girls could finger bang on the steps. Yeah. <laughs> It's so. funny, he was a pinata full of dookie. <laughs> so then she has this episode, this is her first possession episode, when she's possessed by some demon, mm-hmm. and she gets really... What is, that, what is that scene where the girls are just randomly kissing on the stairs, That's though? after this, after she has her oh, first... why? They, there's, no, there's, no, there's no explanation. Is that They like, hate her, they talk about how virginal she is, and they're like, we're not virginal, we're gonna finger bang on the steps. Is that like a weird social experiment that's I, happening, where it's basically like... Let's put, test out this... You know... If you put enough horny people of the same sex in a room together over a long enough timeline, will they have sex? I mean, it's only two girls out of all the girls really? that live there. I think like it's a it's a cool social experiment I like to do. Like put a bunch of girls in there, see if girls are quicker to fuck each other than be, guys being sh- oh. being being straight. Okay, too. That's another requirement. If girl- sexuality is fluid, though, so how right, do you know? Even well, if someone says I'm straight, what you, is? How do you know that? Well, you ask them. I guess you say like, "Oh, I would never have sex with a woman. I would never yeah. have sex with a dude." But you put them in a room, and basically, they're not. They don't know this, but they're not allowed to leave until somebody oh. eats some pussy or sucks some dick, okay. and that's the end of the social experiment to see who did it first. Right. Okay. But they wouldn't know that because it'd be right. like a controlled thing. Yeah. And you see if the guys. I think it would be the guys. I think guys would just be butt-fucking each other so you fast. Think so? I, mean, I think it's like, I think, not to say women don't get horny. Obviously, women get horny. Even though I think like it's... You think horniness is different though for yeah, men and women. Yeah, I think women. it's more immediate for men. Yeah, and whereas, it's more like, intense. Women can be and like... And it takes over their brains. Yeah, women can like just be like, <laughs> eh, we'll just wait on it, you know? Yeah. Unless they see Michael Fassbender walk in and they're just like, fuck, it's yeah. shit! And I fucking put a whole bounty roll in there. Oh my God. walk around like I got... That's real dry. I gotta put my Jankos on because I gotta put so much bounty on my pussy oh to my contain God. the juice from Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just okay. I, I do think about that. Yeah, I think about just who would be because you, you you know you hear in jail all the time. Yeah, the guys fucking guys, but then also you hear like women be just going completely the opposite way, even though like maybe I, don't, I guess there's loneliness too, yeah. you know, and companionship. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I mean like I, like I know you'll like just kiss girls and suck on titties <laughs> all day, but like I'm not the kind of guy who's just gonna be like, ha ha, I'm a little drunk, let's suck a dick, you know. <laughs> But what if you were in a, some prolonged situation? Yeah, that's that's right? the experiment. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, okay, back to the school. So, yes, yeah, this is unless our first... it's Ben, I did try. You did try to kiss him. I was like, Ben, what if we just sucked each other a little? And he was just like, <laughs> gross, <laughs> Jess. Um, okay, so yeah, so she has her first first episode where like she gets all sweaty. This is a this is a theme. Oh my god, she gets flies. super sweaty. We hear the sound of flies. She gets super sweaty so much that she sweats through whatever clothing she's Glistening. wearing, and you can see her nips. But she's never wearing clothing when she gets sweaty. She's naked. No, but she would she'd wear a white shirt on this time, and you could just see her nips right. It's like it. she's wearing clothes made out of like paper. sugar, T- and then the paper. second <laughs> the moisture comes, it just dissolves. Yeah. Okay, so they. They, yeah, and so everyone thinks like, oh, she's having fits, right? Or have hysteria. But here's what I'm unclear about. Who is possessing her? Yeah. Is, is it her grandfather's spirit? Is it a demon? Is it related to the crucifixion? Why does Satan hate this family so much? So right? much. Um, Maybe the so, grandfather was really into like a he-gal. 
Oh, is that how we decided? No, I think I, that's not how we. I don't know how it's pronounced. Ahi ahi gal. Where you make the uh, cross-eyed. It's super. Thing. Yeah, it's like basically like an exaggerated facial expression that um. It's an, an anime. Anime right? things yeah. they make during sex. So like you roll your eyes or you cross your eyes. It's basically like you cross. Like if you go into Pornhub and type in ahiego. Yeah. It's like super horny for really? me though. Yeah. I've never seen it. It's yeah. a new thing for me. No, remember I, I asked you the one time yeah, to cross your eyes? I, remember. I was like, cross your eyes. And she looked at me like I had said something <laughs> that should never be said. You were like, it was honest. It was like, it was honest. Like you were bewildered by that question. I've been bewildered a lot lately. You were like, Seth was like, what? And, and I was like, cross your eyes. And, and you were like, oh, he did say cross my eyes. Like, you thought I said something totally different. Yeah. Uh, it's like erotic manga, though. You did do it. I did it for you. And I was like, stick out your tongue. And it was, it was pretty cool. I would have felt, I would have wished it was like a little more like. Like, I didn't react like, what? What yeah. has happened? What is happening? Yeah, I guess ahi, he, ahi, I'm looking it up right now. It means in Japanese to pant or moan. And then the second part, gao or kao is kanji. Uh, and is Japanese for face. So it's basically like manning or poning face. Manning or poning. Jesus <laughs> moaning. Christ. Moaning or panting face or loosely weird face. Yeah. Oh, weird so face. So next time I'm having sex, just be weird like, weird face. Hey, honey, make that weird face. <laughs> yeah. And then when I say that to you, that's what cross your eyes and go. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But look it up. Look it up on fucking Pornhub. Will, yeah. It's a good search. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm curious about this. It's fun. Okay. So yeah, what we, so it's what not we anime, learned- by the way, it's actual. It's actual actresses oh. doing it. Do it. Oh, that 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 that's horny. Okay, yeah, right not, now you're not, not okay. It is an anime thing, but you're not attracted to the anime thing. You're attracted to real women on doing Pornhub the anime doing thing. It. Yeah, it's right. even more. Yeah, it's even more horny. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> so yeah, we immediately learn that being possessed by a demon means you're super horny, mm-hmm. and then you sweat profusely. Yeah, which you, keeps you skinny, I think, because you're dehydrated. It also means like you got to wear Jenkos because your pussy muff is like a pillow top mattress. Oh, she has the biggest bush I've so ever seen. So thick. It but looks you, fake yo, at first. I just watched this movie that fucking uh, Mondo Macabro put out called Hunting Ground. And in the movie, this stunt pussy gets fucking burned with a torch. And it's not like it's not it, like the dude lights this big stick on fire in like in their fireplace. And then he burns like yeah. her pussy but he doesn't put it like on the on the actual pussy he puts on the pubic hair right and her but it's like her actual pubic hair is on fire for like three seconds and it is not a special effect right. because you can see the woman's upper torso and face looking down yeah it's fucking real do you think it was fake like a toupee i think it was real bush hair yeah maybe they put i don't know what they did i would love but to know either, what they did but either way that's like super close to have a flame to someone's body it's super disturbing but it's like so effective yeah. and it's and i was fucking and i'm never shocked when i'm watching anything and i was like i thought they were just gonna show it and then cut and he and he does it yeah i was like crazy. holy fucking shit man also this actress can we just say that plays magdalena yeah looks like 17 year old michelle pfeiffer playing super horny shelly duvall yeah <laughs> like the noises she makes yeah. <laughs> yeah it's this is it's so strange because right like you mentioned she's nude for a lot of this movie completely nude we see bush full bush like up leg full bush mm-hmm. numerous times yeah and she's not like a and she's not like a magdalena is not like a slut in it she's like an exhibitionist so she's not like fucking dudes she's just like look at it yeah look at it look at it, look at it. <laughs> like it's like her, it's like S car go her crotch go one one sixty swiftly. Yeah. Well, know? then there's one night where so she keeps having these episodes, and one night the de- the devil is literally having sex with her. Oh. And she is gyrating. And the guy walks in on her, 
like she's having sex. And it's like her, his well, face no. walks into just like a cheeseburger booty. Yeah. Like, well, that was later. Now that's another scene where she's getting it from behind like doggy style. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it. two times it happens. Satan's getting do- like doggy yeah. style. But she also has these episodes where she does just completely strip nude and get down on like crab leg, like all fours, whatever, and gyrates her her bush to the world yeah it's like this thing where she like lays down on her back like props her like pelvis up like yeah and her back's still on the ground and she's doing like this hypnotism thing with her crotch <laughs> yeah that's the only way i could describe it which you would never like it's shocking when you first see it because you won't you wouldn't see that in a movie and now the first warning sign that i knew this girl was going to be horny like this is she had like a 24 by 36 <laughs> kitten poster yes, in her bedroom behind her bed and i was like this bitch is going to do some pelvic shit some whirlpool stuff is gonna happen so okay so there's one point where she like goes to her grandfather's funeral and she runs away and she hitchhikes Mm -hmm. and this dude picks her up and once the the second she falls asleep he tries to rape her yeah but then she breaks his arm crunches his arm and his shoulder and then, but see, which the is weird because, like, it's like the one time she resists trying to have sex. Right, it is right. All the rest every of the time, time she's, she's like instigating. Yeah, it. every time she's possessed. I guess because it was she has she wants it on her terms well, as a as a demon. Yep. Yeah, was she like when she got picked up by the car? Because there's instances where she's in control and where the yeah. demon's in control. Well, I think she's when she ran away, she was not in control. Remember, because right, she was right, saying right. that weird shit at her grandfather's funeral too. Um, I just remember the, remember the scene where she rips the Bible in half with her bare hands. Bare hands. And I was like, that's what I want. I want a woman out there digging for potatoes. I want those dirty you need fucking s- yeah strength, nasty, you need some strength, like moisturizing her hands in motor oil so she yeah. can like. Torque my spork. Well, well, well you, you know what I'm saying? Rip, rip your dick off is what you're saying? Like, she looks like she, she could. She could. Oh. Well, anyway, we have to say, when she goes She's to see She's got mighty python hands and they're holding the holy grail, when which she, is my ween. When she goes to visit the priest, he looks like Bobo Baggins. Old Bobo oh, Baggins. Oh, he does. Old. And what, is, what does she say to him? She says, I, I, w- I want to take communion, but not in my mouth, down here in my pussy. You little ass licker. Yeah. She calls people ass and licker. Nunfuck- all the- she calls him a nunfucker also. I love that like whoever wrote this was like ass licker. Yeah. That's the one we're going with. The- and then another doctor comes in and the doctor's like, we, religion can't save her. Come to my horse farm and science <laughs> will solve what religion could not. Yeah. They- these two doctors take her on a retreat to the country where she rides horses, bicycles, and develops an inappropriate relationship with one of the doctors. And there's also this weird subplot of this guy they think crucified her grandpa, and at the end he like is like basically the devil causes him to frabuga himself. Oh, holy off shit! Off of a ledge, and it's like this stiff mannequin falling down a stairwell. Like, it is the best. Yeah, that has like no arm movement. I remember and, the first time we watched it, we fucking had to rewind that and watch it again because it was so hilarious. And the cop runs back to the chief who was in the other room when it happens, and he's like, "That guy just jumped off the stairwell," and then. The, co- the chief looks up at him and he's like, now everyone will think he did it. And the other guy that watched the dude jump off was like, but he did do it. And then it zooms in on the, <laughs> it zooms in on the chief's face and he's like, did he? Like a Hugo Stiglitz. Yeah. Zoom in. Fucking a 10. <laughs> a 10. Oh my God. So yeah. So she basically, they, they keep her there and she's totally normal. And they, she's like. Like her and this the young doctor, which is super inappropriate, are kind of like falling in love, doing all these things Except together. The heart wants what the heart wants. Playing ping pong, you know? riding horses, playing the piano. But drinking he is wine. like 
He's trying to prevent his flesh mech from doing what try. it wants to Listen, do. Listen, he kind of tries. Yeah. He kind of resists. That's all you can do as yeah. a male in this world. But she keeps like put like now she like there's there was a time where she was like fine, but now there's a point where like the demon takes over and she's just up to you know what? mischief. You know what men are like, Steph? Men are like the monkey men in Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Oh yeah. Where you think we're all just men, right? Right. And then you take a guy home. You smear a little vaginal juice on his face and it turns into like a green space monkey. <laughs> That's what we all are. Yes. You know? Well, this is proven when she goes one night, she's like, I'm up to no good. And she leaves the retreat and she goes to some local tavern where she's like, I just want to seduce men and make them fight. Right. So she just shows guys her tits through the window. Also, also I want to I clarify. I'm not condoning rape. I'm no. saying when men can't control themselves, I'm saying if a woman is on top of him, grinding her vagina on his lap nine out of ten men aren't going to be like they're not going to resist yeah exactly yeah That's what i knew what you meant control I've, yourself though man it. control yourself and also don't be don't do that on the cat calling okay no it's disgusting it's fucking stupid yeah Steph tells me all the time when she's when you used to go for jogs all the time that guys would be like say they would say stuff to you just because you have tattoos like, oh nice tats guys no chick is gonna <laughs> suck your dick because you told her you liked her tats that tactic is mm -hmm. fucking stupid no one wants to hear that. Also, women, stop touching me when I'm doing your MRI because I have tattoos on my arms. Jesus Personal fucking Christ. Personal space. I'm a human being, God damn it. Yeah. I'm not this delicious. You're just a hot piece of ass. I'm not this delicious slack of meat or <laughs> stack of meat doing <laughs> your MRI. Stinky starch. Yeah, this old woman was telling me, oh my God, you are so in shape. You're so skinny, but you're muscular. Do you work out? I was like, holy shit, are you? Like you're just you just laid on so many compliments <laughs> right now. You can't even like we can't even like understand them all. I can't process. I was them. just like I, I looked at myself. I look like a frumpy donut man, <laughs> and she was just like so horny for me. I was like, hmm. she likes those jogger pants. I wanted you wear. to. I wish I could could have saw what how much money was in her bank account. <laughs> Maybe I could have ran. Sure, that, mama took that train to the gravy <laughs> depository. <laughs> So anyway, she at this point she is like fully demonized. She gets these guys to like one guy to kill the other guy, and then she just keeps laying it on this doctor. And she's like, "Oh, like kiss me." And then she's but like, can, "I'm gonna say you raped me." But can we talk about the scene where she double teams those two guys? Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous because she runs to. So she's in this like retreat, and these doctors are like, "We're gonna treat you because religion can't save you." And so you're we, just hysterical. We need to scientifically figure this out. And there's like a montage of like one of the doctors teaching her how to play ping pong. Teaching her how to yeah. play piano. Dr. Stone. Teaching her how to ride a horse. I'm like, why is he teaching her so many things? He's grooming for... her because she's a child oh, and he's a man. Oh my goodness gracious. It is disgusting. It is. It is fucking disgusting. But it's, it's entertaining. And, <laughs> and it's well shot and well edited, I must say. But then she, at one point, escapes this retreat like... No, but she just leaves in the middle of the night. Yeah, she just walks she, out. I keep doing that pep pep noise. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so, like, I keep hearing it myself because I have headphones yeah. on. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, someone's, like, got dry milk in their mouth. Like, like milk powder, but yeah. without any moisture. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's a whole lot of pep pep noises. She goes to this party or whatever, and it's a German movie. And every time, like, they peep into this restaurant, I'm like, this looks like a German restaurant oh, where yeah. everybody's eating, like, fucking, like, schnitzel. Just schnitzel and fucking uh drinking like beers and stuff like that and she 
a guy's like drinking a beer and she like flashes her nipple through the window and the guy meets her outside she's like fuck me fuck me no no you know what meet me at the bowling alley ten in 10 minutes. minutes and then he's like okay that's a good idea and then she goes over to the window again and shows her nipple to another guy and then they're out there no let's go to the bowling alley and fuck so they go there and they're about to fuck and then the other guy walks in and she's like he was raping me and then and then she gets down and does the gyrations and then she gets down does gyrations uh-huh does like this hypno frog punane thing <laughs> she does i always thought it'd be really cool david cronenberg movie to like have like a chick who like it's like an alien but it just lives in the vagina oh, and right. it talks it out in- of the vagina oh. and it like that's weird so it's like a body horror thing uh-huh. but it like doesn't have sex with men but men think they're gonna have sex with it and then it does based it controls them oh and to, it's, it's almost like that movie um what's it called the the box movie where the guys are having sex with that thing in the box oh yeah this something special special. the special yeah yeah yeah. it's like that but if the if the dude does what the girl wants then it will go like then the creature will go and suck it oh okay yeah and put some more like this mind control venom in the prick in the prick stuff Uh uh-huh i hate the prick yeah (laughs) that's my cronenberg movie idea yeah so she gets these two guys the gyrations and they fight and the one guy kills the other guy she's like we'll see who wins and then the other guy just immediately stabs the other guy in the gut because that's how horny is yeah and that's that is the struggle of man well, that's when you, you see know, a bush like that gyrating. It's like, yeah, you see that? It's like, you. I, if I was in that situation, like, with any other man, I would be like, it would be like a quest for fire. Yeah. And I'd be like, ugh. You'd be have, Ron Perlman. I'd have to smash somebody's fucking skulls open to get that gyration going yeah. on. But then <laughs> they, the guy kills the other guy, looks over, and she completely disappears. She vanishes. But her clothes are still there. Uh-huh. That's the kind of weird, surreal shit in this that, movie. Things disappear a couple times in There's this movie. There's a scene with a cat, yeah. too, where like the cat does this like evil meow to like the boarding house mother that looks like Jillian Michaels. <laughs> with no with eyebrows. The, with the weird drawn-on eyebrows, uh-huh. Rosie Perez eyebrows, and... She, and then Magdalena walks in Magdalena and she's like, in oh, like, she's so cute. She's cute. And then the look, show Magdalena, she has like cat eyes, right? Yeah. And then they look at but her why? like, she has cat eyes. Oh my God. And they look at her again and there's no cat eyes. And then the, she puts the cat down and the cat vanishes. And then they show the cat and it, and it vanishes. Yeah. Yeah. There's another, the snake at the end vanishes also. Oh, but that's Satan. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so she that's, gets... That's Belzathor. She, she Bel, gets... Bel, Bel, what is it? Belthazar. Belthazar? Belthazar. She, um, she gets these guys, to, like one guy to kill the other it's guy. It's an ancient demon. And then Who's in she, Lord of the Rings? <laughs> she, she goes, so she's now she's back at the retreat and she's, she's like pretending to be fine, but then she keeps like doing shit to this doctor to like lead him on. And then basically he walks in the house and she's in. And when we com- say lead him on, it's not like leading him on like guys are like, she wanted it. No, she's no, like a she, demon. She's, she's like fucking a, mischievous. She's nude, grinding on his face. Yeah. And, but like he's an idiot because like clearly it's like, you know. If he's even, not. Even, first of all, he's not doing his doctor job by reporting anything weird. She's being fucking even weird. Even if she's not possessed, she has mental issues. Yes, and you're still like, and I'm, she's seventeen. I'm gonna fuck this mental yeah. patient at seventeen. Yeah, but they let them drink alcohol when they're seventeen. I mean, also, she wasn't really seventeen in this movie. I don't no. think. But anyway, because we do see that. But bush. she was Shelley Duvall. She was <laughs> played by Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> don't you think her delivery was very like Shelley Duvall? In she's fucking, also weird looking. Is it Duvall or Duvall? Duvall. Shelley Duvall. What's the other guy's name, Duvall, from Falling Down? Rob, Rob, no, Robert Duvall? Is that her daddy? Is that right? No. Yeah, I don't Ro- know. Robert Duvall. Yeah, from, yeah. from Jaws. Robbie Dews. No, that's not no, it. No, that's Richard Dreyfuss. That's, no, the other guy. Rob Schneider. Who's Robert Duvall? Anyway, let's just fucking get to the Rob Schneider <laughs> is Bruce the Shark. <laughs> oh my God, this is getting out of hand. Yeah. Um, 
So mm-hmm. yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. they they keep trying all this shit. She's this is gonna be called Steph's segment. It's gonna be called Getting High with Har. She is, and it's gonna be just you with like a big old blunt, fully demonized. They hypnotize her, and the demon speaks. So now they actually believe. The doctors are like, "You're right." priest i still bilbo, believe bilbo baggins oh my god we need to exercise her i love bilbo's slicked hair yes he great. has really long hair it's, that's slicked back it's huge though it's and like he, a big slick he's got one of them old guy heads where like their skull doesn't end at a neck their skull ends at their shoulders yeah. right so it's like but it's weird because they have a front neck but then you look in the back and there's no back neck yeah how does that happen so they get to the point where they're like, yeah, she needs an exorcism, but the priest isn't even there. And the, you know what? You think that a priest is the one who's need, who needs to do the exorcism? No. The doctor just recites, says to her, Magdalena, what is the first prayer you remember from your childhood? And then she starts to recite it, and then she vomits up a snake. Yeah, but you know what's stupid? And then she's cured. The priest is like, you have to turn to God when you want to cure her. It's the only way. There's no exorcism in this movie, by the no, way. He, it's no. more like, what he does is more like, it's like new age crystals he yeah. hypnotizes her he does hypnotize and her. the only thing he says is recite the first prayer so yeah. it's not really like it's like really religious it's he not. does this hypnotism bullshit because they do, it, they do it earlier in the movie yeah pseudoscience where, where he's like look at the end of this eraser and he like hypnotizes <laughs> yeah. her right you are getting sleepy it's fucking so dumb it is dumb i don't believe in hypnotism i don't either i would love for someone and i would be totally willing yeah. and committed for someone to hypnotize me yep even it's if like they made you do embarrassing I don't believe shit. it exists. Yeah. It's like I don't. It's the same thing. I don't believe that coleslaw is good. Yeah. I don't believe that anybody could ever make a coleslaw That's that good. I would this enjoy. This is a challenge. No, I want to. I told Steph I want to start a podcast where it's basically like I have a guest. The guest brings me the best coleslaw they could ever make. Could be any recipe, mm-hmm. and we talk about like a horror movie, and I eat the coleslaw. And tell them how much I fucking hate it, yeah. and, and how they could never make a coleslaw that's good. It's Satan, fucking Satan dis- loves slaw. Is dis- that what it's called? Slawn with Satan. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people like have like this like coleslaw recipe, you know, up their sleeve that they're just waiting. I think to most use. coleslaws are pretty much the same. Yeah, aren't just, they? Yeah, it's fucking. I don't choose to eat coleslaw egg, ever. Egg whites and marshmallow, whatever people put in these fucking coleslaws uh, not nowadays. Marshmallow, but who knows? I would Cabbage. be well, listen. I think it's a great idea for a podcast and you could do anything you want with that coleslaw. It doesn't have to be traditional. Right. Could be like a um like a marshmallow fluff coleslaw. Oh, that's disgusting. So you replace the mayonnaise with marshmallow fluff, but you keep the cabbage. Yeah, that's gross. Mm-hmm. You got the crunch from the mm. cabbage and you got the sweetness from the mallow. Oh my god. Sounds like the sickest thing I've ever heard. What else is in fucking coleslaw besides cabbage and mayonnaise? Sometimes carrots. Mm. Right? Limited. Yeah. Limited in what you can do. This really cabbage. But I believe someone could could, could change my mind, <laughs> but also, I don't believe you could. Oh my God. So, do you recommend this movie? Hell yeah, right? Well, you didn't talk about that, and then she threw... Did you say that... Did she she th- throws up a snake, she and that's the, the devil, and, and then it, she's fucking cured, and they... Her and Dr. Stone, and he, and he, he stomps it. He stomps it, it. It's, yeah. a, an evo- it's also... It looks like a live snake that he stomps in real life. Oh, it's for real, yeah. And he kills, um, like they did in the 70s all the time, and then they walk off into a field to live happily ever after. I think that's like... I don't think... Yeah, I don't think that's the real ending. I was I telling stuff. I think the real ending is she murdered them all. And them walking in the field is like them in heaven. It's like a tw- it's a twenty four. It's like they're in heaven, huffing those farts. Because because she when she walks off with the doctor to the field, she has no shoes on and she's soaking wet. Yeah. And then the next scene, they will show them walking in the field, further in the field, and she's completely dry and she has heels. She has on. heels on. Yeah. At one point, she also climbs a wall in heels. Yeah, she does. Because that was the demon strength. It's pretty fucking impressive yeah. because she actually does it. She does. God damn, Shelley Duvall. <laughs> 
Goddamn Shelly Pfeiffer. I mean, I think everyone needs to see this movie. It is excellent. It is a 10, and I don't think we talked enough about it, but I think I could talk about it forever. We could. It's I think that's the gist of it, though. I think that movie... I feel like we, want, we need to leave things for people to be surprised about. Yeah, you need to watch that movie, and you need to watch it with Diallo and Venice. You need to get it your hands on them as soon as fucking... Have a double feature. Possible, man. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. Uh, I wrote one movie, I don't really want to talk about it and any, any, any detail except for you to have you guys check it out so we didn't do it on the Simon Gamora guide but New Order me and Steph watched from 2020 it's a French Mexican thriller kind of like reminded me a lot of Parasite in a lot of ways would you agree with that mm-hmm. but it's fucking yeah. brutal it, oh it's upsetting it's like reverse racism kind of like portrays like social tensions between like the upper and lower class yeah. in Mexico um so it's basically like the darker skinned people are the lower class and the lighter skinned people are the upper cr- are the uh, like upper crust and then there's like almost like social economic collapse that oh, happens yeah. in the country yeah. and then it pits them off against each other. It's fucking great. I was like shocked how good it was. Yeah. I I enjoyed it too. It was a little bit hard to watch at times though. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but that was like kind of added to it because it was like yeah n- you know no holds bar with like hulk hogan yeah <laughs> when he ha- had to fight mr t you know and you, you put those two people in a room together you're not going to feel comfortable no it's going to be too much it's going to be a lot it's gonna be way too much so check that out but then while we're at it let's do a do not recommend dungeon real quick of a couple real bad stinkers and steph these are just for me and steph can uh chime in if she agrees with the do not recommend dungeon part of it the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Oh, man, so terrible. I don't like those movies anyway. Yeah. And the fact they keep cranking them out. But I like, listen, I watch everything. I tell everybody all the time. I watch all these weird vinegar syndrome things. But I also watch mainstream shit. I watch fucking Loki. Yeah. You know, I watch fucking all the mainstream shitty horror that comes out just to see what's out there because I enjoy it even when it's bad. You yeah. Know, well, like the, the new Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was, that was awesome. Fun. We'll that was talk fun. about that on uh, the Howling episode yeah. that's going to be coming out. But yeah, I really fucking love that. Uh, but that's James Gunn. Yeah. I don't want to get into it too much. But uh, yeah, The Conjuring. What's the main chick in that? What's her Vera name? Vera Farmiga. She is fucking gorgeous. She was in this movie when I first saw her. She was in this movie. Uh, maybe not the first time I saw her, but the first time I was like, she is so fucking hot with Paul Walker. Yeah. I can't remember. Drive Angry, it might be called or something. Something like that. And I remember saying too, like, she because is so like a, fucking they're like, hot. They're banging in the kitchen, but aren't they? But then there was this point where they like, and listen, I don't, I don't believe in like over-sexualizing women, you know, unless it's necessary, like every 80s movie. But like, like there, there's, there's clothes, there's clothes, there's a way to make someone look like, I don't want to say attractive because that seems wrong, but like, I feel like they purposely try to make, make her, her frumpy. just be frumpy yeah, any yeah, chance yeah. they get. I'm just like, but why? Like, let this well, be... Well, in the Conjuring actual- movies, I mean, she is playing, like, a real person, so I think that they're trying... Yeah, Right, I but know. I mean, like, I you could still have her dress that way. Well, she was also just, in the... Was know. it the... Um, I, ever the, since she was in Bates Motel, Bates I feel Motel, like she's, yeah. like, typecast into, like, that role. Right. Even when she was in um, Godzilla... Congress oh, Godzilla or Godzilla yeah, yeah. vs. Kong, I feel yeah. like she was doing that same, even though it was a little different. It's yeah. the same. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that movie sucked. Uh, the Fear Street trilogy oh, that came man. out. We didn't you didn't watch, even watch the whole thing. Then I watched the, the third one. Yeah, I did. Uh, Not good. Did you watch the third one too? I did, yeah. yeah. I heard the second one was better. I, I don't know. I, I have mean, no they were grasp all, of it. For me, they all felt the same. I could just chalk that up to being, it's not for me. It's yeah. for a, a younger generation. Yeah, for I agree with that. And uh, maybe it'll lead them to, to watch, you know, I said that before, but maybe it'll bring them to watch years later, like more underground movies than yeah. 
you know go back and revisit all these horror like older horror movies the same thing with like uh what was it new brand new cherry flavor or something oh yeah yeah we only watched the first episode of that it, that gave me the same feels where like i could see like the cronenberg and like weirdness of um what's his name uh lynch in there yeah. you know but still very diluted but it's for it a started off audience, good so. and then it kind of like meh. maybe somebody enjoys it but it's not for me either yeah. so I'll, i won't lock them in there you know what, maybe Fear Street doesn't belong in the Do Not Recommend Dungeon because I feel like people would like it. Yeah, like from I think so. Conjuring, fuck you if you like that yeah. movie. And also, might as well, while we're at it, might as well throw the Tomorrow War in there with Chris Pratt. Oh, God. A- A.K.A. Chris is... He's not allowed to take naps anymore because yeah. he's just in every fucking... They need to stop trying to make him an action hero. He's better when they he really does... They really need to stop. Like, comedy. Like, I mean, like, even, like, action comedy, like... uh guardians of the galaxy they're trying to put him in a dramatic role in this movie and it's yeah. fucking awful they're trying to do this like serious relationship with like the daughter and him that like dude you could have had a, just a straight up fun monster movie yeah those creatures in it are so cool there was definitely like fun things about it but yeah, yeah overall it was like overshadowed not by just like just the madness of it all yeah you know we'll toss that in there and uh, while we're at it remember kids uh it's not that the new space jam sucks it's that space jam always suck (laughs) if space jam let's think like if space jam was a t-shirt it'd be (laughs) tie-dye and i don't know who needs to hear this but burn all that tie-dye stuff you know yeah let's get rid of it and again the bell bell bombs let's not make it a thing all right (laughs) and if space jam was a dessert It'd be ketchup cake. Because them yeah. Canadians are gross. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody told me that you Canadians eat fucking ketchup cake, and I was like, say what? And if Space Jam was a side dish, it'd be coleslaw. Oh, right. Also, there you go. Perfect. Disgusting. It's a great meal. Change my mind about coleslaw, guys. Until next time, Satan is waiting in the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Because of the end of civilization, The Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming. But more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.